0: play.
1: Get back.
2: Uh oh. Which hour?
1: You lost it too. Oh
2: yeah, waiting around yesterday. That's right, I did.
1: standing around for a half hour a pop for two interviews. <laughs> One of them that never even happened.
2: Yeah, yeah. I decided to let Sean live though. Which I thought was generous.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You had places places to go, so did Dark Side. Who didn't? Who did go And he did. I did. <laughs> He wants to go to the gym.
2: He's trying no, to make I himself look better. Oh,
3: my God. I didn't God. end up at the gym, though.
2: Yeah. Well, there was stuff on TV, so... Well,
3: no, I had to go pick up the boy first.
2: Yeah. Oh. And, and then there was stuff oh. on and TV. I can't bring him to
3: the gym. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, dude, I set it up for you. You guys...
4: So what up? Fault.
1: Dark Side, don't let him get on your case. When you turn those man boobs into muscle, <laughs> they'll see who's laughing. <laughs> Okay, you see who's laughing last. (laughs) Imagine what those things, those guns are going to look like when they're hard as (laughs) rocks. (laughs) Nipples pointing to the sky, very attractive. Now, we had yesterday, we told you we were going to talk to Rob Zombie, but there's a question you might want to ask to your preliminary list there, (laughs) boys. Are you in the same time zone as us? Just get kooky, get a little crazy. Don't wait for them to ask you. You ask them, okay? Nick, Sean. Yeah, we got that, too. You wrote that, that, was that down? An hour. <laughs> that was a half hour standing around waiting, much as I enjoy your guys' company, and we do have a lot of laughs. And the half hour just flew by. It did, it did. It did, but there was a half hour standing by the microphones waiting for the call, and then another half hour uh, of uh, waiting as they re- we regrouped and found out that we were in different time zones. But we, as promised, Rob Zombie... We did speak with him yesterday. Were you surprised, Beth, at how um, sort of normally he sounded? Not
2: really, because I had read his job description profile prior to the interview. He says, i really weird jobs.
1: Yeah, worked on Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Not <laughs> <Grew up laughs> Pee Wee's Pee Wee's Playhouse.
2: Yeah, was some kind of in the porn industry for a while, and then was a bike messenger. I grew up in Massachusetts. It's just, uh, he's a rocker.
1: What about you, Nick? I mean, because remember you, when I was side stage at Rob Zombie's show, when he came ripping over the side, you, you like, ducked in panic.
5: Yeah, I used to be really scared of Rob Zombie, but I had talked to to someone who knows him, and uh, they said he's a really normal guy,
1: so... We usually are.
2: Yeah, kind of like you do.
1: Yeah, well, and, I mean, you know, and I told you, you know, Marilyn, all the hype, all the craziness, you know, we get together, dinner... Riding his Volvo to go see the odd couple too. What's up with that? Yeah,
2: I don't think he's all normal, Marilyn Manson.
1: No, but you know what it is? You know what it is? We have an outlet for our psychoses, Mm -hmm. which most people don't. So because we get to go on stage and act insane, we feel a lot better. As many people do when you get to, you know, if you vent, you get a chance to vent. So we act more normal. You regular people who've got no place to (sighs) express yourselves, we're the ones we're worried about. You're the ones we're worried about. You don't read in the paper, oh, crazy rock star snapped and slaughtered his family. Ever read that? No. Not that I recall. You read Wall Street broker snapped, killed five. Happens every day. Why? No avenue to release those pent up anxieties and psychoses and craziness. See? If everybody wore some hot pants and stockings once in a while, I think they'd feel a lot better. world would be a better place, Dave. The world would be an absolutely better place then we were supposed to have an interview with Ian Asbury. I'm not going to beat him up because we actually canceled on him on Monday. So uh, they tried to squeeze us in Tuesday. But I can't wait forever, you know. No. I've got things to do, Beth. We have places to go, people to see. And now it's my song choice. I decided to go back a little bit. Not too far back. Maybe a couple years. Play some Friends. I remember the first time I heard this, I said, JJ, pretty cool band you're managing there. Seven Dust, baby, wake up hard. <laughs> it's tough to go to the bathroom that way, though. Yeah. t Side Radio, it's Radio One Hundred Four and XL One Hundred Two. Black. t Side Radio, Radio One Hundred Four and XL One Hundred Two. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Nick. What's up, T? Didn't like really to say hello to you. You were kind of busy.
5: What's that?
1: Back at you, pal.
2: <laughs>
1: Back at you. Yeah. Hey, it's Psycho's birthday tomorrow? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah,
2: I did. I, uh, I told Sean to make sure he reminded me later.
1: He's already made his demands. <laughs>
2: well, I was thinking a card and cupcakes. What was he thinking?
1: Uh, let's see. See, most people have requests. Psycho makes demands. <laughs> uh, I want strippers. A Drew Bledsoe autograph football and a Duncan Hines double chocolate cake.
2: Wow. <laughs> well.
1: For his 24th birthday.
2: I'll do my best, psycho.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll get you. Have you ever seen Drew Bledsoe's autograph, psycho? Uh,
6: no, I don't know exactly what it looks like.
1: Yeah, I can get you one. <laughs> 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 yeah, we can get that, right, guys? Sure. Yeah, got I that. think we have connections. No, no
6: don't take my little football and write you blood cells.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do that? Uh, <laughs> I was, <laughs> dude, twenty-four, man. That's, uh, that's you're getting up there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still so,
1: baby. She no kidding.
2: It was a long time ago, even for you, Nick. I know.
1: <laughs> He's the youngest guy on the show besides Mike. How old's Mike? Mike is nineteen. Wow. Mike's not officially on the show, but he's working his Wait, way in. What year up was there. he born? Eighty-two.
7: Oh God!
1: <laughs> I think that's what I was recording. You can't stop rock and roll. <laughs> that's Damn, pretty fun, yo. No
2: kidding, Nick.
1: He was a fetus when I was fighting for my life in the bars of Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh, let's see uh oh big show uh, no, i know i'll tell you about the show later there's some questions about our masculinity going on here okay a couple of letters um subject god bless you mr pitt this is from stingray mj d in your dreams tonight Uh, they might be kind of crazy. You're going to have Brad Pitt with an air hose up his butt in the passenger seat of Darkseid's truck while you ride in the back scared as hell with Nick and Trish Stratus next to you in a prom dress and a tux. That sounds like the kind of dreams I have. Yeah, a
4: little
1: unsettling. Yeah, all my dreams are always unsettling. I can't remember. All I know is last night I woke up and just remember sharpened objects and and like axes and things and Nick was there for some reason and I don't know... (laughs) (laughs) If he was taking care of the axes. I don't know what I was doing with the axes. I was probably going to chop my family up or something. I'm really okay, people. I swear to God, I feel great. Um, but Eric from Waterbury, a very heterosexual Eric from Waterbury, has his concerns. Subject, don't tell me the show is turning gay. <laughs> D, in the last few days, topics alarm me. For example, yesterday you started the show with your gay dream with Brad Pitt. Friday during Hypothetically, Nick said if he was a woman, he wanted to French um, intercourse his breasts, <clears throat> as we say. Have you ever heard of it called the French dark side, have you? No. No. you never, you never called French theft? Uh-uh. Oh. it's <laughs> a good name for it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Also, during Hypothetical, uh, Beth said if she was a man, she'd rather be with a woman. Then is Sean, aka The Milkman. What's next? Is Darkseid going to buy a dress on eBay? Maybe Psycho Dan's going to start saying that KY Jelly is the sponsor of his traffic reports. Say it isn't so, (laughs) D.
2: One saving grace, Eric from Waterbury, is that in his dream, D turned down Brad Pitt.
1: Yes, uh, and, and you're very heterosexual. For a confident heterosexual, you're awfully nervous about words coming out of a radio. Yeah. <laughs> just just relax, Eric. Everything's okay. No one's coming on to you, all right? <laughs> and uh, actually, I have met Eric. He was a couple times. He's been at a couple of our events. He's a pretty attractive man.
2: Uh-oh. Don't freak him out.
1: Eric, are you and your wife, like, tight? <laughs> <laughs> like, would you like experiment or anything, man? Because I turned down Brad Pitt, but you know what? I got a thing going on for you, bro. <laughs> Dude, relax. I don't know relax. what. Relax. The movie Brad came on to me, and I said, no. Because <laughs> What does that say? I think that Brad's gay. <laughs> Everybody wants me, even Brad Pitt. That's what I'm saying. What Nick? I heard you make a sound over there.
5: Oh, I don't know about Eric from Waterbury. I mean, I've seen the guy up close and less than desirable, even for uh, you know. Hey, I-
1: to each his own, girlfriend. <laughs> 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 Step different off, strokes for different folks. Stay away there? from my man. All right. <laughs> well, yeah. All right, Eric. Just relax. Everything's cool. <laughs> Nobody's getting just just open conversation alright is everybody's calm everybody remain calm alright taking a break coming back recaps next I don't know if I can read the title of this one why not don't suck it blow it <laughs> <laughs> I see. So you gotta be talking about like uh, like some kind of a lollipop or something right or you
2: know it's leaf leaf season right so leaf maybe, season yeah.
1: mm-hmm. there is a choice you can either suck up the leaves or you can blow the leaves mm-hmm. okay. maybe that's what he's talking about sure this sure could be. <laughs> I remember talking about leaf blowers yesterday, though.
2: That is funny, Sean. <laughs> so, Get it out, kid.
1: Okay, let's let it go. All right, so uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Recaps next. Stick around for more d Radio. It's Radio 104, and on 102.
8: Radio. One of the leaders around here.
1: I try to be as nice as possible. We have
8: all the control and all the power on Radio 104. You got a bad feeling. Now back to D. Snyder Radio.
1: 866 5504D. 866 d Learn it, live it, love it. No shoes, no shirt, <laughs> no service. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering. Yes. The rules of the show same rules as many eating establishments on these radio and if you've
2: seen some of the feet around this place you know why we have those rules it's okay. I first came and, in your chest
1: dark side Bodine over here used to walk <laughs> around in overalls no shirt a straw hat and barefoot yeah. i said i said Nick, tell Dawson he's got to take off his moccasins. Goodbye. And, and Dar- Nick said, T- "Those are his feet." <laughs> <laughs> okay, time to buy this boy a pair of shoes. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see what's on the agenda for today. News, plenty of news, and there is lots of news out there. We don't get enough news from you. I'll I mean, see what I can do. That's our no. It's not you personally, but we just with other things we do, we kind of news gets Nudged aside yet, probably 90% of our best stuff has some way come from your news stories. So we must never neglect our news. All right. Then we do have the Rob Zombie uh, interview yesterday. He was amiable. Would you not say that? I would definitely
2: say that, yeah.
1: And we posed some of uh, the pressing questions on D Snyder Radio to Rob so we could get his opinions on things like. dark siding on the highways and uh <laughs> and fat chicks better in bed or not rob Zombie answers these questions <laughs> Light and more. Uh, uh yep uh let's see oh it, again and he's promoting some album or something what sinister urge it's in stores today yeah and uh he's the merry the merry may the Mary Mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it right yeah. says Mary Mayhem. Who's that? <laughs> it's Mary, pal. M E R R Y. Oh,
2: That's he, what I. Ha- Wait a second. Wait
5: a second. I get confused because I put Mary as in Christmas Mary. Yes. Uh, yesterday, See, but Christmas I was corrected. Tour. Sean corrected me and told me it was like spelled like the chick's name. He can't even hear you in the other room. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we're talking about you, Sean. (laughs) Are you throwing Sean under the bus? No, I'm not throwing him under the bus, but he did correct me on that. I thought, like, he's a scumbag. He knows all those dirtbag tours going around.
1: Why would it be Mary May?
5: (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: Christmas time. They're going
5: out on tour. I thought it was a holiday
1: thing. She's
2: some rock chick.
1: Dude, it is. It is. It's Mary. Oh, 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 yeah. You were right. I said, that's, why would it be Mary? Well, that's I guess what I little pronunciation r- issue yeah. here. No,
5: that's what I thought originally, and then, and then I was like, why Mary is in the name, Mary? You know, so I was questioning that in my and mind. Don't always doubt yourself.
1: You should yeah. have a little more confidence. I,
5: I mean, know. In yeah, the yeah, end, yeah. I know I'm always right anyway, so I should have just and stuck there with. There
4: you go. It.
1: Hence the Mary Mayhem <laughs> tour. <laughs> Uh, wife of John Mayhem. <clears throat> and they're going to be at uh, the Hartford Civic Center on December 13th after Ozzy's fractured leg reels up. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, also, it was a continuing saga of how much of a man are you? Day two of our Maxim Magazine mm. test. Things aren't going quite as well as planned. <laughs> Darkside would have been really sagging if he didn't get that lesbian one. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm surprised they had so many points for les for for being with a lesbian. Twenty points
2: seems like yeah, a yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, and I, and and a good number. What three of us? Four, of five,
2: everybody but Psycho. Sean had be with a lesbian. He made that wild claim.
5: So. Yeah, I, I question Darkside and Sean's claim.
3: I question totally, yes. but right, whatever. But I will say that I would
5: think for the test though, oh. it would take like more of a. Like it's weird for you and Darkside to be like, you know, your big sweaty guys and stuff like that. I guess you're like guys, nice. guys. But I would say, <laughs> Thanks, dude. I would yeah. say that the, I, I would say it would be, it was easier for me just because I'm, girl you know, like. Well, I don't want to say that, but I'm a little bit more fragile than <laughs> so. He was feminine. a lesbian. Did
1: she? Did she use a strap-on on you? Oh. No. <laughs> it's kind of a personal question. <laughs> <laughs> Punch me in the back of the head a couple times. Oh. <laughs> all right, recap time. Uh, don't suck it, blow it. It's all about leaf <laughs> leaf removal <laughs> on D Side Radio. It happened yesterday. It's Radio 104 and XL 102.
2: Well, a new survey finds about three fourths of homosexuals and bisexuals feel more accepted by society than they did just a few years ago. Bravo. About the same percentage say they have experienced discrimination. say they feel more accepted, but a full 74% say they've been subjected to verbal abuse. 32% say they've been physically abused or had their property damaged because of their sexual orientation. In a second survey with members of the general public, 62% reported having a friend or acquaintance who's gay, and 64% say they also think homosexuals are more accepted today
1: than a few years ago. Let me tell you, I'm faggot something. Um, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Come on, please, please. First I know of
4: all, a say, little bit.
1: I know, I, <laughs> I said it. Now, first of all, I say, well, maybe I'm going to put the makeup back on if things have cooled off a little, because <laughs> it was a hot bed. I'm telling you, I was fighting for my damn life in the '80s, '70s, and '80s. Um, but you know what I what I discovered is that a small amount of people. Can really make your life miserable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. It takes one, and I, and I think that overall, I mean, they're correct. There is a tremendous degree of acceptance. People are getting much more comfortable, at least you know, with them on sitcoms and stuff. But I mean, you wouldn't have seen that ten years mm-hmm. ago, mm-hmm. right? name's Gay Falcon. Twenty years ago, forget about it. So it's great, but yeah, you, you, there's still some real a holes out there. And it only takes a handful to make people's lives really miserable. You know, so uh, there's work to be done, no doubt about it. But it's nice to see things are, you know, slowly. Maybe not as fast as some people would like, but they're definitely coming along.
2: Well, brace yourself. A truck driver in Thailand is dead after his friends pushed an air hose up his bottom and tried to inflate him as a joke. (laughs)
9: Oh my god. Doctor said the pressure
2: ruptured his insides. Uh. Police are searching for the people involved. The man was pronounced dead on arrival at the hospital. The newspaper reports say a compressor and airline were found in his bedroom during a police search. The man apparently had fallen asleep wearing a t shirt and boxer shorts face down, so his friends pushed the air hose up his bottom, and turned on the compressor as a joke. I thought it felt a bit drafty. The man is said to have woken up with a starch and then gone quiet.
1: What is with you weird people? You know who you are. Here we are back again at the... Why the s? Why putting things in your friend's butts? Why were they rugby players? (laughs) Doesn't say that they were, but it's possible. (sighs) And do you think dumbfounded?
2: Aside from that, even if you don't think it's going to kill him, you got to think it's going to be a problem for the guy, right? I mean, Darkside, would you consider doing that to your friend as a joke?
3: No, not a chance.
2: Even Darkside so would lying. do that. I know he's totally So No,
3: We've done some pretty effed up things to people that passed. Well, oh yeah, because parties, you haven't had
2: an air pump with you.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> I mean, it, it might, the thought might cross our minds, but I, I don't think. And any these of would
2: these do it. loser friends of this poor guy, they threw him in the car and dumped him off at the hospital and ran.
1: These uh, There are a lot of dumb people. What country is this? Thailand. Oh. There are a lot of dumb people in this world. Mm-hmm. Sad but true. Sad but true. And with a lesson to be learned, never fall asleep when you're hanging out at Darkside house. <laughs> Man.
2: Well, a survey has shown that the 60s were people's favorite decade survey of a thousand people revealed that 405 preferred the sounds of the Beatles and Rolling Stones over those of later decades and a third of those surveyed believe the 60s was the top for fashion with the introduction of classics like the miniskirt and the Bob hairstyle you were alive then what do you think
1: I was very alive I was very alive 60s stink everything you just can't even look in those terms that's the thing it Stinks. The music Just was pretty good. Looking back.
2: So, what would you say is the best so far? You were born in the '50s, but you school. can't really count that because you're only five, right? At 1960, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so '60s, I mean, '70s, first
2: '80s, of all, '90s. Nah, I'm,
1: I'm not that old yet. But you say like '30s, '40s. Oh, he's Oh, you're talking about the years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, First of all, I'm totally like a person who looks now. Mm -hmm. And I'm not looking back. I'm not comparing ever. But if you asked me to, I'd probably say 70s.
2: <laughs> they look pretty cheesy from where we sit. Yeah, I, but, Well, I was having a good time. Yeah, that's true. I was, like
1: a, I was having a good time and I uh, liked the music and stuff. Uh, the economy seemed okay. I think we was okay in the 70s. Wasn't it okay, Beth? I, mm. I was uh I was what, born about, what does it say in, in your what history books? That oil cri- the OPEC crisis. Yeah, that's oil. pretty bad. Oh, well, yeah. yeah
2: waiting See? online for gas.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always, yeah, exactly. I remember oh, when I went to college for that year, <laughs> getting online with my school books and sitting there in the uh-huh. car for like hours waiting for my. A chance to get gas, yeah. Is it just look? Focus on the future, people. Focus mm-hmm. on the now. Stop looking back. A couple of catchy tunes. That's it.
2: <laughs> well, a jeans company in England is looking back. Lee Cooper Jeans.
1: Is- you know, now that? I think about yeah. it. That Abe Lincoln. He did a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> I liked I like when he was in office.
2: So wait, wait. yeah, it was a good time for you. Good yeah. times. Yeah, it's good. Snyder's log cabin. <laughs> so Lee Cooper Jeans in England is re-releasing jeans designed to enhance the assets of male wearers.
1: Is that heavy on the ass? No, no the other side. Oh. And beans.
2: Packet jeans were first made in the 70s, a great decade, and were worn by rock stars in search of bulging crotches. So says this I story.
1: I swear, a Bible. <laughs> I never wore those jeans. I didn't need any enhancements. Well, this that VH1 that was all natural.
2: This story that I have says that rock legends such as Bruce Springsteen and <gasps> John Bon Jovi have worn the jeans to increase their onstage presence that's
1: a big point <laughs> hey you know what go look at the poster yeah John is stuffing for sure
2: and this uh, company spokesperson says the bulge is once again a fashion statement of the season oh, no. so they're re- god so they're relaunching these jeans but she adds ultimately just like the Wonder bra if you haven't got the right equipment in the first place there's only so much the jeans can do <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yeah but nothing a rolled up sock oh, help, I gotta tell Nick. you
2: guys and I ladies back me up if you're out there we're not that impressed it's almost like a freak show coming at you down the street they see us on stage
6: with tight trousers (laughs) we've got you know armadillos in our trousers I mean it's really
1: quite frightening the size hey you know what Whatever.
2: No offense, Dee, because I did not see your mind the music, and <laughs> I don't know if that's the look you were going for, but...
1: No, I never actually thought, I swear, I was never thinking about the package. I swear, I just like tight mm-hmm. jeans, they make your legs look thin, and you know, everything else. I never thought about the package, that was just a bonus. <laughs> and you know what, a hell of a lot more of you ladies comment on that than you should be. Well, okay, because you so it
2: could, it couldn't avoid it.
1: Well, <laughs> one of the first things that's aunt said to me. What's that? Facts <laughs> and attention getter. I'll say. Whatever. Actually, I'm in touch with VH1. They're thinking of renaming it in front of the music <laughs> <laughs> in honor of my Schwanstucker. and its impre- it's, a, its presence in uh, the Twisted Sister uh, episode. I that should have been interviewed, tomorrow. wouldn't you have thought? Well, yes. you should have been interviewed. About, no, it oh, oh, should, have should have been interviewed. Oh, it should have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was it talking. I was just moving my mouth. <laughs> uh, okay, we're going to come back in a little while. We'll have the latest diary entry. I just want to say I don't know where they got this diary entry from. I mean, this is. I am putting a disclaimer on this. It never happened. Okay? Uh, but uh, we'll take a break. We'll be back with more D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. Yay.
8: D. Snyder Radio. Nighter. One eight
1: six six five five zero four D, the number four dee Hey, check out our website. DSniderRadio.com That's D-E-E-S-N-I-D-E-R Radio.com Did they fix that, by the way? The link yeah, was sh- misspelled. Sh- should be fixed by now. I'll, I'll double check it, though. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> I'm going to check out on my own website and <laughs> misspell my name. My own team has misspelled my name. Again. And it can't go there. <laughs> <laughs> How am I supposed to expect total strangers to spell my name right if my team can't spell it right? Oh, God. Um, if you go there and uh, click on the D Euro icon, it's a white oval, it says D-E-E. That's the type of bumper stickers we have. We got no big splashy things, it's just simple, subtle, states your case. Click on that icon, it'll tell you all the Euro locations are currently in Connecticut and there are quite a few of them. And uh, down Virginia Way, Richmond Way, you should know that you can get D-Euros at all Hooters locations. Hooters, Hooters, Hooters. And I'd just like to say to the Hooters girls, two D-Euros make a fabulous halter top. Keep that in mind if you're looking for a little something to wear around the restaurant. And other locations will be forthcoming. Got some uh, mail here to address things that I want to talk about. First of all, a letter from Dirty D <clears throat> down Richmond Way. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says that he didn't, you know, they, they keep, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, VH1 is unrelenting with his 80s weekends and playing the top 40 hairband countdown. I've noticed. I, I have yeah. a, a real presence. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm continuing saga. You know that they're looking to do a sitcom with me. Right. And I've told you that I don't want to do it but, mm-hmm. uh, basically it's it's something that I had created a number of years ago and had a deal with Mary Talamore Productions and then a couple other production companies and never came together called the Snyders of Great Neck, which is basically all I did was write my life down on paper, and they thought that was hysterical. It's nice to see that other people find my suffering so enjoyable <laughs> uh, but you know. 80s rock star trying to raise a family in suburbia. You know, dad's a cop, wife's family's in the mob. I mean, you know, <laughs> enough said. Mm-hmm. We'll take it. And VH1, somehow they got a hold of it, and they've been, <clears throat> and they're on a quest to put it together. And I've had meetings with them, because I'm not going to say no dead out. I mean, I would love, to, you know, I'd love to get, um who could they get to play me? We've discussed this before.
2: We thought uh, maybe... Um, Weird Al. Yeah, but didn't you think that Tim Curry would be great?
1: Tim Curry, be mm-hmm. awesome to play me. about Jeff Goldblum?
2: Yeah, he's good. Nicholas Cage is another one.
1: With a Big Wig. I don't think you get Nick. No, I wouldn't think you get for a TV sitcom. But you know, I don't. Gonna, I don't want to shut down the idea. You know, because could be gold in them our hills. But I don't really have no mind to do a sitcom. You know, like, they're like well, you could do a radio show in the morning. Uh, then you come over to your set, and then you work on the show till 9 o'clock. I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Then I kill myself after one season. <laughs> That'll really boost ratings. D took his own life. So, uh, but I have another uh, meeting with him tomorrow because they've got some writers they want me to meet, and they take it to the next step, you know. Hmm. So, anyway, Dirty D wrote in uh, regarding uh, behind the music, and he said that he didn't like it very much. Says it should have been called Behind the Music with Dee Snyder. <clears throat> they said they didn't even address the fact that you fired everybody but JJ right before Love Is for Suckers, and that's only because JJ had copyrights to the twin sister name. <laughs> I read that in a 1986 Hit Parader article uh, entitled A Bunch of Sisters. I still have the issue.
2: Is that true, Dee?
1: No, it's completely a lie. Never fired anybody in the band, Dirty day so if you have the article the Hip Parader was pretty funny Andy the guy Andy Sesher I think his name is as a matter of fact Side, just to show you I'm gonna I'm gonna back up my reference about what kind of an asshole this guy was Uh, okay whoops Um, (laughs) he I mean and I really didn't mind so much but if he couldn't get an interview with you he would make it up he would I'd read articles that were completely fabricated All right. this guy is referenced in the song Get in the Ring, Dark Side. GNR. Andy Sesher. Is that his name? He says, Andrew Andrew Andy Sesher. Sesher, Get in the Ring. Right? Yeah, Andy referenced? Sesher. Yep. Yep, that's what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you familiar with that song, Beth, where he's calling out everybody in it. I don't think industry. I know that one. And says in this corner weighing in a guns and roses he just goes ballistic it was so self-indulgent he <laughs> he calls out um, Bob guccione jr for a fight on an album yeah <laughs> I mean, you know it's one thing to you know to call him up or another thing going on, rec- on a record come on man you and me but I mean for this guy used to make up stories this that ne- back that never happened man that never happened when I left the band AJ uh left on his own Although I found out it was encouraged by J.J. <clears throat> and, uh, and then I left the band in 1987. And the three it never officially broke up either. So, uh, sorry to... I hope I didn't disappoint you there. I uh, wasn't... I was an a-hole, but I wasn't that much of an a-hole. Um, here's somebody else who thinks I was an a-hole. Hmm. Not Fresh Frankie, but he relates a story. <clears throat> D. Okay. Uh, he was standing online at a stop and shop wearing a fault line shirt. And the guy asked him if he knew the band. <laughs> and, uh, and he says, well, you know he, you know, he goes to see them all the time. He thinks they're very good. This is Fresh Frankie. And this guy says, well, he doesn't listen to D Snider Radio any- anymore. Or he does to D Snider Radio because he had words with me in Disney World a couple years ago. Hmm. And he tells Frankie a story that he was behind me online on one of the rides, and he said, Hey, aren't you D. Snyder? And he said, I responded something to the effect of, I was D. Snyder last week, and I'll be, and, uh, and I, wait a minute, I was D. Snyder last week, I'll be D. Snyder yesterday, I'll be D. Snyder tomorrow, but today, for today, I'm just dad. He said he didn't like my tone. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, anyway, Frankie told him I was a great guy and probably, the most fan-friendly celebrity around, uh, you know, and you know, said well, the guy. He said the guy's an a-hole. I did say that, you know, with a smile. I mean, right. just uh, there with, with my kids. I didn't think that was like so stuck up to say. I mean, I was acknowledging, yes, and I said, "I'm dad today," you know, and I'm with the family, and the guy won't listen to me. You know what? Just in case you're listening, you're banned. You can't listen to my show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> that
1: attitude. That isn't so bad. Is
2: that so bad to say? No kidding. I no, seriously, I mean, Jack Nicholson that you, goes after people with baseball bats. All you said was, I'm basically saying to the guy, yes, but, you know, I'm with my family.
1: Yeah, I smile. I smiled and said I was D-Sider yesterday, I'll be D-Sider tomorrow, but today I'm just dad.
2: And it's not as and if just, you were cutting the line, you're waiting in line with everybody else, it's just yeah. a regular guy.
1: Uh, which my family gets, some of them say, why can't you just tell them who you are? <laughs> and then we can go, I'm like, you know what, because that's a whole different scene. And you know, I just want to hang out with you guys. Mm-hmm. Then some redheaded guy screamed, "F you, you effing child!" <laughs> you <he> ran by. side, <laughs> you weren't down at Disney World a couple <laughs> of years ago before I started the show, were you? Um, the, here, oh, here is a letter uh, regarding the weakest link mm-hmm. from Chief Chow... I can't pronounce, dude. I want your name pronunciation because you write you starting the write-ins from Richmond Way, and uh, and I can't pronounce it. Sujit, Chief Chawla. Anyway, he said I didn't watch the WWF version of the weakest link. But on another celebrity version, televised Sunday night, some actress was a total moron. She thought that there was 30 seconds in a minute.
2: (laughs) That's one of those things that you answer under pressure. Come on. Well,
1: that's just, either she's really stupid or as Beth says, under pressure, people just make mistakes. Did anybody, is anybody a regular watcher of The Weakest Link? No. I watch it pretty regularly. Yeah. What was
5: that? Repeat? I watch it pretty regularly.
1: Yeah. Did you see it on Sunday?
5: I saw part of the show, yeah.
2: Who is was the celebrity? Do you know who was I'm on
5: I'm not sure. No, I don't remember her saying that either. I had heard about that. Was it so someone named
1: know. Tamala? Was what, what kind of celebrities were on there? I Maybe. Remember. Yeah, it was... No,
5: yeah,
3: I remember that one. I don't remember the chick's name, but she's some new s- starlet okay. type of... Yeah, weren't
5: there kiss. a lot of like comedians on Sunday night or something like that? That's,
3: no, it was uh, just a mix of, of celebrities. I think Ice-T was
1: on Yeah, there and Ice-T stuff, T was yeah. on. I remember that. Hmm. Oh, was it urban? Was it an urban celebrity? Yeah. Yeah, right. uh, No, no, it was uh,
3: just a mix of celebrities. It was just celebrity, you know. There was uh, some dude... uh, What was that English guy from... um, He was Scottish from some new show that's on or something. It was just Uh a mix of celebrities, Uh you know. And, uh, yeah, she was pretty stupid.
2: Um, I don't know why if you... Maybe do people who... Are really stupid? Do they not know? Because why would you go on that show if you know you're really stupid?
1: Mm, I guess that's I part mean, of. I am not stupid. Being really stupid, <laughs> I. am not stupid, but I'm. A f- I've, I've been told, been asked. Uh, I know people who work on Millionaire. They said, "D, would you come up be on a uh, rock and roll Millionaire show?" And I was like, "Yes." I've you know, told you this before, but I'm worried about it because mm-hmm. I'm not good with the button.
2: I would be worried as well because. Thinking quickly under pressure is just a whole different animal. Even though I suppose we think quickly on this show, but we're not usually quizzed on geography, history. I time. lock
1: up. I lock up. Yeah. When people when 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 in those situations, I feel like my dad's yelling at me <laughs> for some reason. Like, What's the answer? What's the you know, I'm like especially
2: and like, sudden, with that broad weakest link.
1: Yeah, Weakest Link,
5: I think, is much more difficult than uh, Millionaire, especially for celebrities. Because Millionaire, you get helped out to a certain point. I think it's $32,000. You could get help from the rest of the celebrities there. They'll actually give you the answer, Mm -hmm. say the answer out loud. And then you're on your own after that. But the questions are, you know, not as tough. But uh, Weakest Link... you're under the gun. I mean, it, it moves fast, and the Jeopardy, questions are hard.
2: I think, even though regular Jeopardy is the toughest, Celebrity Jeopardy seems the easiest. day. they really dumb it down.
3: Yeah, when they have Celebrity Weakest Link, though, you know, if if they see that the celebrity's just being, you know, just stupid and not getting anything right, <laughs> then they'll start throwing you softballs. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: They, well, they they really want you to win. You play for charity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they'd love to make you look bad. I don't think that's their concern. Is they don't want to embarrass you. But it's supposed to be for charity, and they want people. You know, they, they don't want like, oh, too bad, you, uh, you know, you homeless children. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, Drew Carey blew it and only didn't make any money. He embarrassed himself. You know, they want to. They want you to leave with something. <laughs> so I'm hoping that comes into play when I finally get the call to do Millionaire, because I'd, I'd hate to choke nationally and say 30 seconds a minute, and have every morning show in the country talking about it, because you know they're gonna be
2: especially this one.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: We've been giving oh, you the business for days.
1: I could imagine dragging my ass in here after like after like just choking on millionaires. You guys would kill me. Just have I'm a, not a smart man.
2: Just have a loop of them all, Dark Side, ready to go, you yeah, know?
1: Yeah. Just just let me have it. All right. We're going to take a break. Hello. We come back.
2: <laughs> That'd be the first thing you heard. I didn't even choke yet. Hello.
1: You're practicing? Yeah. Just in case. I'm, war- I'm warming up. C- can you think more positively? What are you going to do if I do really well?
3: Um, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> oh, you know, no. Yeah. Oh, you're not know, nothing in your bag of tricks yeah. that celebrates <laughs> the glory of a victory,
1: huh? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got nothing to say. <laughs> i like we are the champions to be played as I walk in the room, All if right. you please. <laughs> if I do well, okay? All right. Taking a break, coming back. Got a big reaction to Nick's date uh, with Trish. Surprisingly... Some sympathy for Nick.
2: Well, I should expect, yeah.
1: And then there's some people who just say, good for him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And the news as well. Beth, what's going on out there?
2: Well, celebrations continue in Kabul, and the investigation continues into Monday's plane crash. Beat heart disease with a smile, so say doctors. An institute of male menopause has been formed. A woman filing for divorce... From her no underwear wearing husband. Oh. And Gilbert Godfrey joins the Rocky Horror Show on Broadway.
1: Line! Right. <laughs> Great. A screaming narrator now.
2: Have my money back, please.
1: <laughs> oh, the house count Sebastian likes that one. All <laughs> right, uh, taking a break. We'll be back. It's D Radio, Radio 104, and XL 102.
8: D. What is it about? D. Snyder. I can always serve as a bad example. I know you. Radio 104. D. Snyder. Radio. I really dug Twisted Sister. God rest his soul.
1: Signer Radio. It's day three of how much of a man are you? It's a quiz we've been taking. Well, yesterday (laughs) we're going to take another (laughs) segment today, and then tomorrow, and uh, you know, and maybe even into Friday. Whatever it takes. We're on a quest to find out how much of a man each of us is, and who's the most most manly man. We've
2: got to get to the bottom of this. We
1: must have an answer. (laughs) We must have answers, people. Okay so you can tune in for that and I uh, want we got some reaction here uh, to Nick and Trish why is, what is about Nick that just tickles people's fancy
2: he's a weird little guy
1: <laughs> yes we should like a green suit with a green bowler what? Like an yeah, like an elf leprechaun or something. He's got the
2: green suit, the (laughs) double-breasted
1: green suit. (laughs) His lucky green suit, right? Is that what you thought when he first walked in? Look at that little leprechaun!
5: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, I don't like that.
1: First, uh, quick thank yous to Adam Fala Fala, thats Mm -hmm. his name—and Matt M. Uh, from Richmond Way for welcoming us our nice letters thank you very much and everybody sends their mail to Snyder Radio at clearchannel.com that's d-e-e-s-n-i-d-e-r radio at clearchannel.com okay on to Nick's date with Trish Stratus <clears throat> dear D this is the first and only time I have truly felt sorry for Nick I vowed that if I ever met him I would ignore him for obvious reasons well because he sounded so forlorn this morning I will be friendly to him and may try to comfort him if I should ever see him. Regards, Bob. No, no. Yeah. He, no, Edie, 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 a girl. Yeah. A girl. She felt bad for you, man. That's good. I mean,
5: I don't like her taking a few shots at me first before she comes
1: around. You know, she should have well, liked but she was just stating... Well, okay. What have you ever that? said to endear her to you? And she was stating a change of position. Okay. She was underlying her, her position change. All right. Okay. Subject: Poor Nick. I'm just listening to Nick, and he seems to to admit he seems to admitted to what the problem really was. He was sitting there with his dick in his hand. What a lovely dinner that must have been. <laughs> I can understand why she ignored him. Hmm. Go on, Nick. Keep sucking up to the to beauties, and that is how you will be treated. Just the way you probably treat girls who do not hold up to your expectations. Keep up the good work.
4: Ooh.
5: Yeah, but body. I that might hold water if Trish Stratus was <laughs> someone that I really thought was, you know, someone who I wanted to be with. I mean, I just want to have sex with this girl. I don't want to have a
1: relationship with her. Okay. <laughs> Here's one <laughs> from, from Dapster. Says, hi from Richmond, folks. Nick, you lucky bastard. Regardless of whether you scored or not. Regardless of her treatment of you, I hope you got to keep some of the pictures they took of you and her because you'll have bragging rights for years. How many guys like you um, now now have... a now? Wait, how many guys that you know have ever gotten close up and personal with somebody who looks like that? And surprise, surprise, she turned out to be a rude biatch with looks like hers and the line of work she's in. You actually thought she might be some kind of wafy little schoolgirl? Not... Take it as a learning experience in the world of showbiz and use your sad, sad story in that Hooters like you had planned. You know, you're talking about going back to Hooters? Hooters,
5: yeah. Hooters, Hooters! Bag some of those girls. Ah, uh, yeah, thank you for that. I, I'll agree with that. She was, uh... I know I'm lucky, because there are big WWF fans out there who love Trish Stratus, but, um, in the end, you know, when you're sitting there across from them, that, that only does so much for you. You know, you kind of just want to jump over the table and kind of straddle them or something yeah
1: you know? <laughs> yeah uh frank plato's from yeah. long island says uh dude my heart goes out to you all i can say is oh that's not right <laughs> that's sympathy mark thunder says subject buck up little camper i'll <laughs> uh, say nick you did good man it could have been worse she could have brought her mom <laughs> <laughs> Soon you guys will be getting even more syndication, more popularity, more fame, which means more woman, women for the bull. That's right. Oh, that's right, hi. Nick. And
2: then Trish Stratus will be sorry, Nick. Oh,
5: she'll be coming back begging me to take her out again one day.
1: you will see. That's mm-hmm. right. Sarah from Waterbury, Nick's a big ass, but even he didn't deserve to be blown off on his date. What a major bitch. Mm-hmm. There you go. She's got your back, even though you're a big
4: ass.
1: (laughs) Did she even realize that she was on a date or pay attention to the fact that her date's on the radio where Nick could tell thousands of listeners of her chronic bitchiness? Hmm. She said she'd take full advantage of that if she was you. Uh, The flannel man says Nick can't seem to get lucky. He's either a pompous ass or a hell of a nice guy. So my question is, is there any hope for Nick? We'd like to think so.
2: Maybe someday.
1: Yeah, P. Floyd from Richmond says, Hearing how Nick's date went or didn't go was the highlight of my morning. (laughs) It was almost as funny as hearing D, the overweight homeless guy, sing for money on the streets in the land of fruits and nuts. (laughs) I was sure before, but now I know there is a God, and he was on the date with Nick. (laughs) That, my friend, is poetic justice. Well said. You you got a little of what you, you you give out. Yeah, okay. And this is the last letter here. It says, D, regardless of how much a pain in the ass Nick is, no one deserves what he went through with Trish Stratus over the weekend. I only hope that on any future dates Nick may have with the opposite sex, that he will remember the humiliation he went through and think more of the feelings of others. Do mm. mm-hmm. think that possible?
5: Well, if I'm going to actually take somebody at a, uh, out on a date, I have to like them. A lot, I would think. Um, but if I just want to have sex with somebody, I don't see why I should respect them anymore. You know? I, okay. I mean... I would rather, you know, I, I mean, if I got set up, let's say this was on the other end, and we set something up, go out on a date with Nick. I would be very polite. I would do everything
1: that I needed to do.
6: All right, boys, bring on the horse.
1: But you know, I know you would. You would act mm-hmm. like you'd show some interest. You'd show. You'd have. You'd talk to the person.
9: That's yeah, really all you'd exactly. be expected to do.
5: No is, matter you know, what is, she looks like or how much she weighed. Looks you know? like
9: somebody's been down here with the ugly stick. You're well, a
1: real gentleman, Nick. Thank you. But Actually, continuing, and this is from William. He just said he wanted to, said we said she has a master's degree. He says, I think she flunked the written but passed the oral, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Now, he's got a way to a plot revenge here. There's a website called Am I Annoying or Not? And basically, is a brief resume and a list of reasons to support the claim of being annoying. And the individual is rated on the percentage, either annoying or not. Dark side, it's like, you know, the Hot or Not website. Uh, Trish Stratus is already there. And as of this morning, she's got a 53.17% annoying rating. <laughs> That's a good start, but not enough. I call upon all peeps to invade the site and to keep voting annoying until she is singularly the most annoying personality on the website. <laughs> Nick, you still suck, but you didn't deserve the date from hell. <laughs> so that's, am I annoying or not? Go there and bombard Trish Stratus with annoying yeah. for Nick. Do it for Nick. Thank you. All mm. right, Beth, I think we should do a little okay. news. What do you say? Here we go. <laughs> d Radio headlines.
2: Residents of Kabul awoke today after a night free of crashing American bombs. It's the first time that's been the case in weeks. Taliban troops abandoned the Afghan capital yesterday. U.S. warplanes are now pursuing them to the south.
1: Can you imagine how great, what a great day this is in Kabul? What a great day to be an Afghani.
2: Yeah, they're pretty fired up. <laughs> Guys are shaving their beards. And some women are taking off their burkas. I believe that's what they're called. But I guess... Some, some of
1: them should put them back on. Some see
2: are still <laughs> fearful of uh, a resurgence by the Taliban. So they haven't yet. But uh, I,
1: saw, I saw one toothless monstrosity oh, we <laughs> with know the burka off. Oh, whoa, whoa! Whoa! They don't anyway.
2: have great dental care. And they certainly don't have... You know, the clinic counter down at the local mall, so give them time.
1: Yeah, but maybe just gradually reduce the size. Start making it shorter. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just like a veil. And then you work up to the completely taking it off. And and no bombs. Mm-hmm. So no burkers. They call them burkers? Mm-hmm. No burkers, no beards, no bombs. The three Bs. Burkers, <laughs> beards, and bombs. Oh, my. Big day.
2: The National... Transportation Safety Board investigators are analyzing both the voice and data recorders from Monday's plane crash in New York. They're hoping to determine whether the plane broke up because of a catastrophic engine failure or because of a structural problem in the tail. Sean?
1: Was way out of line. Sorry. Seriously. <laughs> Control your laughter. This is very serious. Uh, I actually got a... I, I actually got a uh, a conspiracy theory letter. Ooh, from later in the show. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll read it later okay. as well. But basically, the person said that, "What are they gonna tell us? That it was another terrorist attack, like Americans, that we really couldn't handle the idea of another terrorist attack when we're supposed to be on high alert, and that it's a co- that it's a it believes it's a cover up." Eh, Saying, "I'm not mechanical. going for that."
5: I think I'm I saw. Not. I think I saw some propaganda last night. I'll tell you about it later. But on the, <coughs> on the nightly news, it was really, really disconcerting.
1: Yeah. Well, you're a big conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. so are you all over that, or are you still? You know? uh, this
5: wasn't in reference to the plane. I'll tell you quickly right now. When they showed the uh, they showed spe- the forces mm-hmm. the uh, from the northern alliance going in, they said to um, Taliban intelligence offices and everything, and they showed these offices that were just, you know, basically destroyed with papers all over the place and stuff. And they showed they showed one of the Northern Alliance guys holding up documents, and they showed the documents up close quickly, and they were written in English. And plain as day, mm-hmm. and I saw... I just read one line, because this is a quick clip, but it said, Mass Destruction of Bridges. And I said... Why would it be in English, first of all? In the mass destruction of bridges, like something ah. like that, they just pick that up randomly. Good That Iron really man. bothered me. And one more thing, in reference to the plane, they showed what do they call the back part of the plane that fell off the, the little top tail? Part? Yeah, uh? the tail. <laughs> the, well, the tail, but the top part, the little fin thin thing that sticks up. What's yeah. the little thing? Fuselage. Th- <laughs> no. no. Shut no, up, it was Sean. Um. It's or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, they they show them carrying that away, and this guy's carrying it in a big, it's wrapped in a big paper bag-like mm-hmm. thing, and they show three guys, they weren't, they, I guess they had to be some sort of intelligence people, they were dressed in civilian clothes, and they were getting into a Ford Escort, a Red Ford Escort, I would think, if they were someone who was, you know, important enough to have that tail of the plane, why would they be getting in a Ford Escort? I didn't like that. It really bothered me. Two things so, back-to-back. Tom
1: broke up. I'm I with you know. on the How first
2: you're... one. I don't know about that Escort thing. The
1: Escort. Uh, why, maybe they work for Clear Channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, YMCA? <laughs> the man behind this? It's the Y? Uh, I don't know if it's the Y, but I
5: was really bothered by seeing that in English last night, those documents. Oh, man.
1: I don't know if it's the
5: YMCA, but.
1: Conspiracy Theory brought to you by Nikki Nightlife Latino. Right on. Taking a break, coming back, more news. What else you need to know? It's D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. Everybody! It's the YMCA.
8: It's fun to stay at the YMCA. D. Snyder Radio. D. Snyder. Radio 104. D D. Snyder Used to it. Highest in quality. I kind of like it. Best for you. Free D0104. E E. Now back to D Snyder Radio.
1: I know this comes without warning, but it is my week in the hot seat. And I have the second diary entry. I am making a disclaimer. (laughs) This never happened. So you say. So you
2: say.
1: Here it is. (laughs) Check it out. September 25th, 1988. Dear Diary, today was a pretty bad day. Suzette caught me masturbating in my office in the basement. (laughs) It all started so innocently when I was flipping through the TV Guide. You know the one with Joan London on the cover? She is so hot. I began fantasizing about me and Joan doing it on the Good Morning America couch like doggy style. Unfortunately, Suzette walked in on me before I could finish. She's so pissed, she altered my D-Man costume. Now it says, Jerk off man on the front and on the back it reads I'm D Snyder from Twisted Sister and I like to masturbate while I'm reading TV Guide. I can't fight crime in that. I'm so embarrassed I couldn't even look at Suzette at dinner. Asta D. <laughs> Joan London's a very attractive woman.
2: So you, you don't want that to be your new nickname then?
1: Jerk <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. That's... Especially back in 88. That's a full 13 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Here's a reaction to yesterday's diary blank message, diary entry. Uh, oh no, it's not a reaction. It's uh, it's actually a, a diary. Someone else found one of my diaries. Mm. Ah, ah! He bought up an old beat up Marshall lamp and found it in the back. March 12th, 1978, 77. Wow, way back. Dear Diary, yeah, this is right when I joined the band. I showed up to rehearsal today wearing wild makeup and women's clothing. The band freaked out and started laughing. I felt so embarrassed. I said, come on, guys, this could be our gimmick. Jay and Eddie said, F you, you effing child molester. <laughs> <laughs> I said, it's not like I'm talking about wild animal nozzles. Mark the Animal was the only one to stand up for me. He's my only true friend. Well, that's it for now. Asta D, you see, <laughs> they're all over the place. These diary entries, and um, talking about deep fried turkey yesterday. You know, deep frying the bird. I'm like so ready mm-hmm. to do this. Tracy from Richmond says that her family has a deep fryer. It works awesome. We cook both turkey and ham. They come out extremely juicy. They kind of look gross when you take them out of the fryer, but they retain the tenderness amazingly. You won't be disappointed. Thanks for the heads up on the kind of look gross thing. That might be tough to explain to the kids. Really, it's okay, kids. You can eat it. Underneath there is a succulent turkey. And then Dapster wrote in to say that he bought one of those. He thought it was kind of weird sounding, so he bought a kit. He says, the best damn turkey you'll ever have. A word of advice. Make yourself a device to lower the bird into the oil. The little coat hanger looking thing that comes with the kit won't cut it because the oil really boils violently when you first put it in. And I certainly didn't want my hand, gloved or not, that close to 400 degree boiling oil. Also, lower it in a little, then raise it back out for a second, then let the oil settle down. Otherwise, you'll have an oil spill, which can lead to a fire. Good luck with your burn. (laughs) This is great. Danger. I love danger. Oh, you know, Dark Side, come on. A Thanksgiving meal with is that possibility of winding up in the emergency room? Yeah! This is, you know... Do you think the Pilgrims had it easy, Beth? No way. No, <laughs> no sir. Thanksgiving, danger. Threat of serious personal injury was any time. <laughs> Sitting there, people with their microwaves and their ovens and then in the comfort of their home i want to be in a backyard fighting fires. <laughs> Napster also said, get a broom handle and put a hook on it. i want to be out there with all sorts of crazy devices cooking turkey. This is going to be great. <laughs> great. Uh, okay. Oh, here's a diary entry that just came in. Dear Diary, April 25th, 1776. <laughs> the British are kicking our ass. I wish them Indians would help us out. Asta D.
2: I'm old
1: school. (laughs) Yeah, that's from my childhood. (laughs) 1776. Beth, what else is going on out there?
2: Well, America's oldest senator has moved into a hospital. South Carolina Senator Strom Thurmond is in Washington's Walter Reed Army Medical Center. His spokesman says the senator is not ill and that the move is only temporary. She says doctors want to monitor his health. Thurmond was first elected to the Senate in 1954 and... And before you were even born, D, and will be turning 99 December 5th.
1: He was a senator before I was born?
2: Yeah, you were born in 55, right?
1: That is so, yes, that is so impressive. So, Strom, so, wait a minute, they're saying, how old is he?
2: He'll be 99 December 5th.
1: And it's only a temporary move in the hospital.
2: Yeah, I love, I mean, I love that she says he's not ill, yet he's moved into the hospital.
1: I do that. Yeah. we all do that. You know, we all move into a hospital. Just it's just like a sort of a, it's like a halfway step between your new residence. Right, Nick? Remember you moved into the hospital <laughs> before yep. you went, got your room?
2: He's 99. Nobody's going to blame him
1: if he's sick. Yeah, you're allowed, you're allowed, Strom. In the meantime, job. Though,
2: he is continuing to work and vote in the Senate, which I think is somewhat troubling. Not that I'm trying to discriminate against someone's age, but, you know, last Last month he collapsed in the Senate and now he's living at the hospital.
1: I don't think they let him drive a car. Should they really be letting him vote on life or death issues in the Senate? <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. All right, Strom. Good job. Rest it's easy no control, kidding.
2: You've, you've done well. Move on. Move it's
1: on. over, Johnny.
2: Well, this story is a little disturbing. Thousands of residents of New Jersey won the lottery after using the flight number of the jet which crashed in Queens. American Airlines Flight 587 Kill, crashed and killed all on board. Hours later, five eight seven came up in the New Jersey lottery. Figures show twenty seven thousand eight hundred people chose that number. Each will get about thirty six bucks.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, is it just? Was it? Is it freakish that that number came up?
2: I think it's it's freakish that the number came up, and somewhat troubling that almost 28,000 people picked it.
1: What's those freaking, they're, Jersey, they're scumbags down there. Have you ever been there? Nick, where were you born? Jersey. <laughs> Thank you, rest my case. Yeah, but my, my husband was born
2: in Jersey. <laughs>
1: Not everybody's a scumbag. Okay, it was right. 28,000 of them are. Right. I'll bet you one of those 28,000 was a relative of Nick's. Probably. I will bet you anything, Nick. That if you do a little research you'll find out that one of your relatives is thirty six (laughs) dollars richer.
5: My family's so much better than I am. I mean they're not scumbags like me.
1: You'll know that you'll know at Thanksgiving, the one who's throwing it around. (laughs) That's the
2: 36 bucks. Well, new research shows that people with an optimistic outlook on life may be unconsciously beating heart disease. A study of nearly 600 people with a family history of heart disease found that those with an optimistic personality were half as likely to develop heart disease as their grumpier counterparts.
1: Got to see. Yes, I'm I'm that's me. I'm pretty optimistic. I've, I believe that too. And I I've got a great heart. Mm-hmm. great heart although my blood pressure had gotten a little high apparently this past year oddly I was under a lot of stress a lot of pressure it hadn't been know, as but,
2: optimistic probably
1: I no mean, I was pretty optimistic but no. you know I was having a series of problems mm-hmm. at home I mean I've been re- you know open about that you know Suzette was dealing with the death of her mom uh, and uh, she is not in the best spirits it was affecting our relationship and uh, and you know I went for my physical and the doctor said me blood pressure is kind of getting up there but, happy to report that a return visit, now that things have calmed down and we're pretty much back to normal, kicking ass again. So. There you go. Nick, I won't be having a heart attack anytime soon, so you could jump in my seat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, it's Nick Lentino Radio. A resort
2: I mean, to plan B, Nick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kill me.
2: Japanese scientists have founded a medical institute to study male menopause. They decided to do so after hearing too many complaints of sleeplessness and depression among middle-aged men. One doctor said with women, it is clear that when the number of hormones drop, the symptoms appear, and that is accepted socially as a medical response exists. But with men, there are those who experience a drop in male hormones and those who don't. Symptoms also differ individually, and the male menopause has not been the object of research up until now.
1: You mean I could be in the midst of it? You could be. What happens?
2: Well, they say that symptoms Unsettling unsettling
1: dreams? Probably.
2: <laughs> We've been having those your whole life, right?
1: I don't know. No, recently. Uh-oh. I mean, it definitely seems like in the last, I don't know, I became like aware that every morning I wake up and I'm like, oh, God, that was a crappy friggin' dr- Just not nightmares or just. What the hell is going on here? I suppose. Why it's is possible. Brad Pitt hitting on me? <laughs> what have I ever done to deserve that? Nothing. That's what I've done. Okay, maybe worn women's underwear once or twice, but besides that, nothing. Now, I, I, but I'm curious about that. Yeah.
2: Well, they're going to start studying it, so hopefully, you'll find out. Okay. A woman in Colorado is taking out a series of newspaper ads to announce her divorce. <laughs> Joanne Justice is using 5 by 6 inch ads to announce the divorce from her ex, Travis. They'll be appearing in the Denver Post and Rocky Mountain News. The couple were married for 30 years. The ad reads, as the year 2001 draws to a close, Joanne Justice of Parker announces her divorce from Travis Justice of Larkspur. She says she's using the unique format to thank all of her family and friends for standing by her throughout the ordeal. Her ex, of course, is not happy with the ads.
1: I assume she's going to keep the cool last name. You'd think. Joanne Justice has a nice ring to it, you know? You want to take that with you. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what. Yesterday, Suzette's cousin faxed me his divorce papers because he wanted oh. me to take a look at them. And I'm like, dude, you really need an attorney? He goes, I'm getting yeah, an attorney. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting an attorney, but, you know, I really value you. I promise you. I said, you got to promise me get an attorney because I don't, this is serious mm-hmm. stuff. And as I said to him, I said, it's not so much what you notice is wrong in it. Like he reads something and go, hey, I don't like the way that sounds. Mm-hmm. It's what's not there that The lawyers notice, you know what I mean. Hey, you're not protected here, and here. It's you know what I mean, right? A layman reads and he's reading the content. And it, you know, and if you're reasonably smart, you can look at it and say, Hey, that's not cool, they're not, you know. But it's what the clauses that aren't protecting you that aren't there. And I say, You got to get an attorney. I it just, it just, it just made me think of it. The point of it is, is just reading these divorce papers and. You know, and three kids. And oh, if you need an up,
2: attorney, if you have kids, you need one.
1: And dividing up the the properties mm-hmm. and, and okay and alternate Christmases till 7 mm-hmm. p.m. And I'm going, you know what? It's depressing. It's depressing. There, by the grace of God, you know, I mean, you know, there's been times in my relationship, everybody has troubles in their relationship. And uh, I already told you what the uh, shrink said. The only difference between couples who get divorced and don't get divorced is not the problems they have. It's that they just say divorce isn't an option. And, uh, you know, but still, this reading that was really depressing. And on that note, Beth, say something funny.
2: All right, speaking (laughs) of divorce, a Romanian woman is filing for one because her husband refuses to wear underwear.
1: Yeah. the couple was married a year
2: ago see now that is funny
1: Sean <laughs> laugh I hit all the laugh buttons
2: <laughs> uh, the woman says she didn't know before marrying that her future husband didn't wear any underpants she says his underwear views started to bother her when they started having relations she says local women also stare at her husband because they know of his curious habit she wrote I tried to to make him change for my sake but he wouldn't agree so i have no choice but to leave him her husband has told the judge he loves his wife and doesn't want a divorce however says he will not wear underwear under any circumstance because they make him feel uncomfortable
6: chicks dig me because i rarely wear underwear and when i do it's usually something
4: unusual
1: yeah you know what really is it that big a deal those boxers it's like wearing no underwear anyway You're just dangling out there as it is it's not like you're all constricted or anything yeah. like that, dark side. And then there's no racing stripes in your pants. I don't think it's too much to ask. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Not too much to ask at all. Beth, you got to get some scores because Rob Zombie's waiting.
2: Randy Johnson easily beat Arizona Diamondbacks teammate Kurt Schilling for his third straight NL Cy Young Award. He went 21-6 and six in the regular season with a major league-leading... 2.49 ERA, and 372 strikeouts. Basketball last night, Knicks over Portland, 89-82. Hockey, Bruins 5-3 over Montreal. Ottawa beat the Capitals 11-5.
1: He's a big unit, that Randy. Yeah, he Big is. unit. Actually, Rob Zombie's not actually waiting, per se. He's on tape. But at the same time, we uh, have promised an interview. And it's very rare that we actually come through on our promises <laughs> with interviews. I mean, and it almost seemed like yesterday that it wasn't happening. I'll explain that to you because Nick was sweating. He was working that phone like a wild man because he went out on a limb and committed. No, this is happening. I'm telling you, this is happening. Damn, and then as we, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, when we play the interview. I'll tell you what happened. When we return with more D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. What is it about D. Snyder? I can always serve as a bad example. I know you. Radio
8: 104. Let's go. Now back to D. Snyder Radio.
1: Hey. What I want to tell you, 866 5504 d 866 di am not asking you to pick up the phone right this second, I'm just saying commit it to memory, would you? So I have to keep saying it, program it in your phone, so when the time comes that you want to pick up the phone and comment or add, in some capacity, it is there for you. The number, that is. Got some reaction. People writing to D. Snyder Radio at clearchannel.com. That's D E E S N I D E R Radio at clearchannel.com. First of all, to Johnny, thank you for your nice letter and all the cool things you said it's from the other day, Johnny. <clears throat> uh, Johnny C, you know who you are. Thank you, Cassandra from Prince Edward County, Virginia, welcomes us to VA, as does 86. Is that like Agent 86 from Get <laughs> Smart, an old show? Now, we we're talking about the Red Cross who have come under attack for their, uh, you know, for the way they've been handling the donations. Got some, I got a uh, negative, I got a positive, and I got a conspiracy theory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> pick a, pick an email, any email, Beth. Uh,
2: go negative, uh. positive, uh, then conspiracy.
1: Negative, Okay. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Okay, one question, D, regarding the Red Cross. Days after the attack, the Red Cross was crying for blood and money. Why the blood? All of us have been affected by September 11th, but blood? The people are gone, and we're trying to fill blood banks for them? And where is the money? Not only that, but there's a little secret the Red Cross has. They turn around and sell blood. We donate. Sick, isn't it? Sick, isn't it, as Jesse and Waterbury? I don't know if I, I never heard that before. I mean, that's what Jesse's claiming.
2: i I don't know. I, I can't I can't say if that's true or not. Someone from the Red Cross would have to speak on whether or not they sell blood. but I, I do think that they were expecting to have far higher injury rate than they did. And I suppose that's unfortunate. unfortunate in one way is that most of those people did on dying. But I think they wanted as a precaution to have blood. If needed, and I do think that was wise. And
1: At first. I, yeah. I thought that... I, there was a point where I said, why are we continuing this huge yeah. blood drive? It, sadly, there aren't very, very few injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that was questionable. I mean, certainly the Red Cross, we've worked with them before, they struggle to keep the blood banks mm-hmm. full. So uh, Yeah, I hope those- that this
2: doesn't have a, a ricochet effect because... I hope people will still be willing to donate, because obviously, they
1: always need it. <clears throat> well, it's odd. I mean, you know, people, it was an outpouring, which was great, but, you know, would, so would you say you wouldn't give, not at you, Beth, I'm saying people who are there at home say, okay, you donated blood for the victims, uh, the survivors, you thought they would need it, so you won't donate for somebody else who needs it? Or maybe this just made you more aware of the need mm-hmm. and then isn't it cool if they use the blood for the people who need it. Selling it? I don't know about that and uh, you know, I, I don't know how cool I would think that was but I don't know if that's true. That's chassie and Waterbury. Now, um, here's a positive from Pamela C. who says, Today you stated your disappointment that the monies donated uh, for the victims' families were not being distributed as you intended. While I feel complete compassion and sympathy for these families, I hope I never ever i never ever have to go through the pain and suffering that they and their children are enduring i feel compelled to point out some stuff i happen to agree with the red cross and other organizations that are distributing donations to the affected families in that they are withholding some monies for future need think of all the people who have been laid off due to these events there were over four hundred thousand people in the u.s alone who lost their jobs what about their children Mm. who's going to put food on their tables uh... What about the airplane crash yesterday? Although it was an accident, who's helping these families? Does the Red Cross help?
2: uh, Uh, Yeah, anytime there's a disaster.
1: Or people in need. Right. So, it's my understanding that the children of the victims will have a full college tuition paid through this fund, that each family will get $300,000. Do they really need that much money? With the tuition and money they will receive, not to mention the other organizations that have offered to waive certain loans, provide food and clothing, it should come out to like a million dollars of assistance per family. That doesn't even count for the personal life insurance they may have had. She goes on just to say, you know, basically they're really being taken care of. Mm-hmm. Does every dollar that comes in, it is it does it does that mean it all goes no matter how much it is to the victims' families? Well. First of all, I think uh, it sounds like a lot of money, $300,000. You're talking about the loss, in many cases, of the wage earner in the family forever. $300,000, although it's a nice lump sum to get, it's like, you know, it it doesn't go for a lifetime. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, that's, that, I mean, that, that's, you start to, to say you got two, three kids, you divide that up over the next, you know, t- uh, 10, 15 years of supporting the children, and then your life after that, and the bills, and all the things. It, it, it's not going, it's not as much money as you think it is. So, uh, what's Anna from Springfield, Red Cross employee of Springfield, Massachusetts? Oh, good. Anna, you work for the Red Cross? Yes, I do. Do you, you have some information on this uh Accusation of blood sale?
10: Yeah, I just kind of wanted to clear that up. Um, there is a charge that the Red Cross um, charges the hospitals for the blood, but it's not really for the blood itself. It's for the collection and the processing. We have the most state-of-the-art tests for the blood, and we have trained staff, paid staff, that collects the blood, and they don't do it for free. So the, the charge that we have, and we don't charge the patients. it's for We charge the hospitals just for for the collection and the processing. The blood itself is donated, so that's free of charge. And then the hospitals will, 99% of the time, pass that charge on to the patient's Mm -hmm. insurance company.
1: I got you. Well, it it sounded more like she was saying that it was being sold to outside organizations like to other countries or something like that. So it's it's still going to Americans and people in need.
10: Absolutely. Um, Basically, in the New England region alone, we have to collect about 1,500 units of blood a day just to meet the needs of the patients in the hospitals. And that's every day. That's a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. Right. And like I said, the charge isn't for the blood itself. People misunderstand
2: the charges that's passed the hospital. Sure, I think that makes right. sense for the phlebotomist and then for the testing and etc. I can et cetera, understand cetera, that. Yeah. Thank
1: Absolutely. you for the call, and I appreciate it. A little, a little clarity there because it sounded like they were selling it, I don't know, on the streets or something. Nick, I screwed up, dude. How are we going to do this interview? We'll have to stop do it. Stop it in the middle?
5: Yo? Stop it in the middle? Uh, I don't know.
1: No. no, let's not do that. What let's about, play it at 805.
2: What about your conspiracy theory? You didn't read that
1: one yet. Oh, well, I do have the conspiracy theory here. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so we'll uh, we'll handle this accordingly. Okay, um, conspiracy theory is... The, and then I got a letter from the front lines. You know, one of our regulars is, is was, you know, he was in the reserve. Right. And he's overseas. So, I mean, I'll get to read these, and we'll get to Rob's interview in a minute. Well, I mean, after this next break, but check it out. All right, here's one for Nick's conspiracy theory. We talked about this a little bit earlier. It says the latest New York crash will be ruled nothing more than an accident. It has to be. Can you imagine what another huge attack would do to the American morale? For the past two months, everyone in the country has been wondering, do you think another big attack could happen? We have to fight to regain any comfort we have lost because of September 11th. No American would feel safe if this huge tragedy, talking about in in Rockaway, uh, in Queens, was a result of an attack being that everyone was at the highest state of awareness. This is supposed to be the safest time to travel because of the heightened state of emergency. Let's look at the facts. Same kind of plane from the September 11th attacks. Actually, no. Okay, you're wrong about that. I'm going to take each thing. This was an Airbus and the Mm -hmm. September 11th attacks was a 737s or was one of those an Airbus?
2: I thought they were 737s.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was any of those were Airbuses, so you're I wrong mean, I about wonder that. if
2: the design is similar and they are different names for when they were made. I, I'm certainly no aviation. No,
1: Airbus I'm is definitely a different plane. It's made by a different company than okay. Boeing. <coughs> um, same airline, American Airlines. You're half right because United Airlines was also used. New York City, okay, that was one of the cities. Plane leaving for a long trip loaded with fuel. And two months after the attack, uh, the 11th was a Sunday and not high for travel, Veterans Day. I don't know what that means. It was actually the day after two months for the attack, correct? And it was on Veterans Day that happened. Eh, Coincidence, maybe? What do you think later, Jeff from Newington? I think it's a stretch, man. I mean, I don't think... I mean, not a stretch that I could see where they might want to play down another attack. But but what you're using as to draw, you know, the same plane, mm-hmm. which it wasn't, same airline. Yeah, American Airlines, they fly, like, 50% of the flights in the country are American Airlines. Some ridiculous number. What do you think, Beth? Sound like a Yeah,
2: conspiracy. I, I, I don't. I'm usually really skeptical about conspiracy theories, so I probably certainly would be on this. But, yeah, I think that it doesn't add up to I'm, what he's thinking it does. This is but I, I would opinion. agree.
1: I would agree that if it was another attack, it would be demoralizing to, uh, to Americans. No but doubt I about do that. think
2: that... W- I think, you know, I don't want to sell short Americans. I would think that we s- certainly have shown that there is resilience there. And I think that, of course, it would be upsetting and depressing, but I think that we would rally. I don't think that we would oh, be demoralized. Oh, no doubt about that,
1: Beth. No, I, but it would be... It definitely would... Oh, what we don't need sure. we like to, we're trying we're trying to feel that we've got some sort of security with a heightened state of uh, oh, yeah. awareness that was going on Nick you're the big conspiracy theorist uh, you brought up a couple earlier in the show does this uh does this you know smell of conspiracy
5: no I, I don't think so just because uh plane's a piece of crap I, I mean they've <sighs> been having problems with this plane since <clears throat> they uh, put it together. I think they first yeah, came out in like 80 like
1: incidences of, of problems over yeah, the past few years. Yeah. They've
5: had a lot of problems with this plan. I think they came out in 87 or something like that, but there was like half a dozen reports of having problems with the plan stating Back to like '91, like 10 years ago. So I don't even think these things should be in the air. So I <laughs> kind of yeah, I, I I wouldn't go on a on a plane like that, an Airbus. Well, you just, already
2: said that so, you're out. You're not flying ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: well, but especially I don't like the name Airbus myself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thing with the wings on it. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm not hey, drop your change in the you know in the thing. Yeah, you got the exact change. Uh, no, get off the Airbus. <laughs> yeah, I am not going from New hey, York to Santa Domingo. Hold the cord when we. Pasture City. Exactly. (laughs) Screw that. (laughs) It's an (laughs) Airbus. But I'm telling you,
5: I saw what I saw last night. I saw Wag the Dog. I wasn't too. Impressed with that movie. I thought that was a little bit of a stretch. But I know I saw on the nightly news last night when they said that the Northern Alliance were in Taliban offices in Kabul. You know, there's a bunch of wreckage in the offices, and they showed the back of one of the Northern Alliance guys picking up documents right on camera, and they were written in English. And I was just like, no way. Well, the
1: good news is... Geraldo Rivera <laughs> is over there so I'm sure just he caught easy. that as well he was so all over that okay? I, I wish I was rolling tape last night because they just showed a quick
5: clip of Geraldo Rivera saying I'm sure Osama Bin Laden wants me dead I'm
2: like, <laughs> you got to be kidding <laughs> yes. me his He's ego going. is eclipsed yours <laughs> oh,
1: forget it he puts me to shame
2: unbelievable
1: I bow down before the Geraldo ego oh <laughs> man
2: I'm surprised Afghanistan Stan can fit his giant head.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think Bin Laden wants me dead, but I wouldn't say it out loud. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That is so... This is outrageous. How outrageous. what
4: the hell does he think
1: he is? (laughs) All right, we're taking a break. I promise, as soon as we come back, no goofing around. We'll just go right into the Rob Zombie thing, okay? All right, so uh, we talked to Rob Zombie yesterday. Interesting guy to talk with. Ask him some of the tough questions the dark side on the highway. Fat chicks, good in bed or not. You know, the the stuff that people want to know. F the tour. We talk to them about the important stuff. So stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL 102.
8: D. Snyder Radio. WMRQ Waterbury Hartford Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio never get good. You think it's so bad? The more truth he tells, the worse it gets. On Radio 104. D. Snyder. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. They dream better.
1: We just got a call from Ian Asbury from the cults people we we're supposed to talk to him yesterday but um, he was delayed and we couldn't wait so he stays at a call in the nine o'clock hour maybe we'll get a chance to talk to him they got a big show tonight at the webster theater do they not nicholas yes they do and i i think they're one of the only bands from the day that really hold up well today and their new album is just killer beyond good and evil one of my favorite albums right now new records <clears throat> so Whether he calls it or not, you want to see a good band. I hear nothing but amazing things about them. I hear they just, like I said, just works. Might want to check them out at the Webster Theater in Hartford tonight. Uh, They're also on the Aerosmith tour. They're opening for Aerosmith, so this is kind of their in-between shows, Beth. Mm -hmm. But enough of my yakking. I promise Rob Zombie, and we will deliver. We spoke to him yesterday. His album is in stores today. And uh, check this out. It's D Snyder Radio. It's Radio One O Four and XL one oh two. Rob, it's D Snyder. How you doing? Hey D, what's going on? Uh everything, man. We're with Beth Lockwood. She's my co host. Hi, Rob. Rob, let me tell you the first of all broadcasting here in Connecticut, and now we're down in Virginia as well. So a lot of my fans are out there, a lot of your fans are out there, and the question on all their minds, Rob, is how did Twisted Sister affect your life? <laughs>
11: Is that what the phones have been ringing off the hook with?
1: (laughs) Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it from the man's lips himself. (laughs) How's it going, man? Okay. Hey, look, what they really want to know is, what's going on with Ozzy? What's the deal with the broken leg and all that?
11: Well, he didn't actually break his leg, thank God. But uh, he did something. I don't know know what it was. He did something on the first night. And for the next couple weeks, every time I saw him, all he did was complain about his leg. And, he, you know, he was limping around with a cane. He just fractured the bone in his leg.
1: Was, any of that in, was it that intense rope jumping I saw him so doing at Ozfest this summer?
11: You know how he does those splits off the drum riser?
1: <laughs> the old David Lee Raw thing, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well, we do know that they've canceled the shows through November 24th. Is that what it is?
11: Something like that, yeah. We're gonna. Uh, I talked to Sharon last night, and she said that he's, uh, he should be good, and we're going to continue on uh, starting on, I think, the 28th or something in Fargo. I don't know if they're, what they're, when they're rescheduling the shows to get
1: canceled, but... Well, I know you're good to go for December 13th here in Hartford. Yeah, and if I know Sharon, she's going to bandage that son of a bitch up <laughs> and get him out of the state. Show it
11: like, you know, robotic cyber legs going around.
1: <laughs> I heard that he has a, a defibrillator on the tour bus. Now, is that true? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I just envision Ozzy like dying and Sharon going, No way, you son of a bitch! Clear! (laughs) (laughs) Finish with my woman, Koshi! He's back out.
11: I don't know what goes on there. There's a whole scene going on there that I'm not uh, (laughs) privy to.
1: (laughs) All right. I just want to make sure we cover all the important stuff. The new album, the new single. Uh, Share with the people, will you please?
11: (laughs) Please share. Yeah, Please share. It came out today. But, you know, I
1: don't know, whenever it's the sinister urge, right? It's in in stores 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 today, today, and the new singles feel so numb.
11: Yeah, that's the first single.
1: You got a video going to MTV or anything like that?
11: Yeah, there's a video that's been on MTV, and I've actually seen it, which was a rare, you know, rare moment for me. Because usually people go, oh, yeah, I saw it, and I go, yeah, sure. I don't, I don't, until I see it. But I actually saw it more than once in one day, so I, you know,
1: I was. Well, that's great. I'm glad that they're giving you a play because your videos are, um, are great. I mean, you won awards for them before. But MTV is just bizarre now, you know? Well, I
11: watch it. You know, sometimes you, you get into like talking about MTV. Like, why aren't we on MTV? But I don't actually sit down and watch it. And when I sit down and watch it, I realize it's like me yelling and screaming, why aren't we on the Disney Channel? <laughs> because I watch them like, oh my God, it's just little kids in this like Britney Spears fake worship. Michael Jackson insanity they have going, where no one will actually come out and say, "What a
1: freak." They, well, I'll I'll come out and say, "What a freak."
11: He's a freak, and he lip syncs every time he
1: performs live. What's with the nose? There's nothing left anymore.
11: Well, I think it's just like a, a little, you know, prosthetic nose. he got a big <laughs> hole in his face, like Doctor Fibes or something.
1: Oh man, that'd be really effed up. <laughs> one day
11: it's gonna fall off,
4: and you know.
1: Um, hey, you know, we when I saw you at the uh, MTV anniversary show, uh, we talked a little bit about your movie, and I know a lot of people are curious what's going on with that. Uh, what is the state of that thing right now?
11: Um, I, well, you know, I, don't, I won't believe this till I actually have the paper in front of me, but I got a call last night that said, you know, the deal is done. The paperwork's coming over from Universal today, which is good, because what that means is now I'm free to take it to other people who want it. Right. So, you know, because it's been kind of like... You know, it's kind of entrapped in limbo because it's it's kind of a, a pain in the ass for Universal, but it's not a priority because, you know, the, every year they're the number one studio, so... I know what you're saying. It's like, you know,
1: I... totally feel your pain, brother. I'm, I'm the sitting situation,
11: with... It was never going to make the what the Meet the Parents made, so,
4: you know, it's never yeah.
11: a priority. So just trying to get their lawyers to even deal with it, just to clean out the, you know, the garbage. But we finally got them to do it, so I don't know. I think maybe by summertime I'll get it out in theaters.
1: I know that people, I mean, I saw the, got to see the coming attractions for it. And it was just really dark, simple, intense, just the people digging in the cemetery. It was really cool.
11: Yeah, it's just a dark, weird, disturbing movie, I, you know, that I wanted people to walk out and just go like, what's wrong with me that I enjoyed that?
1: Hey, you know what? The other, the other day about, well, not the other day, the date exactly, because it might jar your memory, it was October 12th, and I wound up in an emergency room. And not me personally, I was visiting a relative uh, in an emergency room in New York City, and I'm signing autographs for EMS, and they go, hey, you know was here last night? Rob Zombie! <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, what's Rob doing here? He said, I don't know, some dancer O Deed or something. <laughs> what would you remember being there?
11: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that was when we played uh, Roseland on uh, first leg of the Hellbilly tour.
1: But well, you got two dancers. Well, last time I saw you had two dancers.
11: Yeah, we still and one- do one of them always rotates. We have something called the curse of the second dancer, where for some reason uh, it seems like, uh, I don't know, something always goes wrong with the second dancer. She seems to, like, f- enjoy the catering a little too much or something. And, you know, and by the, you know, by the fourth week of the tour, those outfits aren't fitting so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, looks like Vince Neil, circa 2001.
11: Yep, no one wants to say it. We're all like, I don't know, is it just me? But... Seem like I'm hanging out over those hot pants now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> so that curse as of now, but uh.
1: so wait, who, who, who wasn't your wife? Was it that was in the hospital? Yeah, yeah was
11: the hospital. It wasn't an OD thing. What happens? She has like a heart condition, and sometimes oh. it like flares up where your your heart beats super fast. So you can't stop it from beating. It I don't know what they call it. um I
1: forget. Well, you you know your wife is famous in Connecticut. You know. So- <laughs> No, no, not for the wrong reasons because her brother is Sonar.
11: Oh yeah. <laughs> and he'll let you know it.
1: And everybody and, and everybody knows Sonar especially after Beth's friend tore his head off in a brawl at the uh, Wolfpack game. Uh, he he
2: seriously he started with my friend and you know things got out of control and next thing you knew kids were crying and Sonar's head was in his hands. <laughs> That's disgusting. Well, it's cardinal rule funny? number one of mascots is keep on your head, and he blew it.
1: Never lose your head. All right, yeah. If you got a couple more no, minutes, it's supposed to be good fun and games, people. I know. the wolf <laughs> until somebody's head comes off.
11: <laughs> <laughs> like a bloody stump
1: under. <laughs> oh man! That would have been better. The
4: kids
11: really have on crying.
1: These kids are in therapy. That would have been great. Just a, a fake stump. Just, <laughs> just to f with you. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Hey, you got a couple more minutes here, man, because we got a couple things we're talking about on the show. And by the way, we're talking with Rob Zombie's new CD is in stores, The Sinister Urge, and the new single is Feel So Numb. All right, these are things we're talking about on the show, Rob, and um, I just want to get your opinions on them, all right? Uh Uh-oh. All right, you're in the left lane, right? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And you're speeding. You're you're doing 65, 70, whatever you're doing. Are you a speeder when you drive? Sometimes. I usually,
11: I, I space out.
1: Well, I space, but fast, okay? <laughs> but somebody comes up on you going faster, all right? Now, they're not on your bumper. They're not honking their horn, but they're, they're clearly pulled up on you. Do you. And the lane next to you to your right is clear. Do you move over and let them pass, or do you stay and dictate the speed limit?
11: Well, if I'm by myself, I usually just sit there. And go? What? I'm going fast enough. Deal with it.
4: Oh Uh, man!
11: In the car with me, they usually go. Would you let the guy pass you out? For Christ's sake. So.
1: Are you you See, this is the dark side, Dave, our engineer. He thinks he's a demigod sitting there. He's the he's the high priest of speed (laughs) in the left lane.
11: Well, I don't know. It's it seems kind of cursed. I swear to God, if I get in that left lane, I could be going 120. But there's a guy who wants to go 125 coming right at my ass. I can never go fast enough for that lane.
1: It's true. There is always somebody there. All right. And the last question I'm going to ask you, and again, this is something we've been talking about. But Nick, our show producer, swears, and I can't say from personal experience, that fat chicks are excellent in bed. He says that they're like wild in bed. And then we had people write in and say it's actually some sort of, what, not testosterone, what do you guys got? Hormonal thing. And they are. Do you have any experience with this? No. Thankfully, I have no
11: insight into that question.
1: <laughs> and you're going to take Nick's word for it, all right? Well,
11: you know, he can just keep telling himself that.
1: Hey, Rob. <laughs> yeah, that they're good. <laughs> well, he actually doesn't like to go to bed with fat chicks. That's what he says. R- Rob, the new album's out. Sinister Urge. Everybody pick it up. Feel So Numb is a new single. They're on tour with Ozzy, and they'll be here in Hartford on December 13th. And I don't know when they're going to be down Virginia way, but watch for the tour. It's the Merry Mayhem Tour. Hey, thanks for calling, Rob. Appreciate it. All right. Talk to you guys sometime. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, we're back. And there you have it. He Darksides. Mm-hmm. See? In the left lane. Does that make you feel like somehow better that Ro- a Rob Zombie, also with dark sides? Absolutely. I got a lot of
3: people on my side on this one.
1: Several, You're, anyway. A lot of people. <laughs> no, <they, they> it's definitely, <laughs> it definitely split. There's quite a few people who <laughs> yeah. do agree with your technique. I just wanted to read this letter from the front lines because I thought it was cool. Okay. This guy, codenamed Justice, is a long-time listener to Dee Snider Radio. He's in the reserves. Grown man. Family. Right, Beth?
4: We, yeah, I'm pretty know, sure.
1: Yeah, we know justice, and uh, and uh, the reserves were called up, and he was sent over, and and he went proudly, head held high, and he says, "Greetings from the front lines." I'm sorry, I've had a, haven't had a chance to write you guys lately. This is the first opportunity I've had in a while to drop a line. As you know, things have been a little hectic. <laughs> I just want a little bit. Just want to let you all know that I am the D Snyder Radio Boys from Connecticut uh here are doing very well although we can't listen to you directly i had enough forethought to bring along my d-day 2 cd so we can listen uh listen as a reminder of home needless to say we have pretty much run the cds into the ground by listening to them so much we even have a few converts from other states who are now looking to get these night radio onto their radio stations. Oh, excellent I also heard you read my email back in September on the radio. It really helps to know we have supporters like you back at home. You and all the listeners out there are the reason we are here. Uh, As I said before, we are the men men of old, ordinary citizens asked to respond to the call of their country in a time of need, and never was there so great, great a need as now. We are prepared for the duration and will not stop until America is safe, but hope to be home soon. As Thanksgiving approaches, we ask you and all the D. Snyder Radio listeners to please keep us in your minds. Please keep the faith and keep the home fires burning brightly. You are in our thoughts. Please keep us in yours and never forget. Sincerely, Codename Justice. Right on, brother. We are there. And, uh, and we're proud of what you're doing. And we hope you're home safe soon. Okay, we'll take a break. Promise we come back. It's time. We did part one yesterday. Today, part two of the How Much of a Man Are You Test. So far, I'm in the lead. It's D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. D. Thank you, Jeffrey P., Dan, and Marcia Boggs, or Marcy, I should say, Boggs, and uh, Jeff from King William, Virginia, for their nice letters they sent to us. Um, the uh, peeps thought, uh, thought. Uh, oh God, what's her name? I'm sorry there. Maria Van kicked your ass yesterday, man. She did. Clark's brother says, point, set, and match. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'll
5: give it to her. She got me first. Duly you noted. Know <laughs>
1: she got me good. Swamp Rat says, Maria Va- Van figured out the best way to get Nick to shut his mouth is to do it in a postscript on your email. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Maria Van actually has a challenge for you. She's going to be down at the Brickyard. She wants you to see if you, can fig- if you can figure out who she is. If you can say, hmm. oh, that's her.
5: Well, that's a tough one. Because I always look around there because I figure some people might be a little bit hesitant to come over and say hello. I wish they wouldn't because people who come over. We always have a good time. I can't even mention to you, well, I can't say it, but there were some law enforcement people there at the Brickyard last Friday. Yes.
1: I had a good time with them. I got to give them their props. They're good guys. Well, she says she's going to be there. She's a bit taller than you. She looks like an Italian goddess, and she has nice uh, curves in the right places. Good. So she says that if you um, can't f- pick her out as Maria Van, she'll ID herself at 1130. <laughs> but if you aren't able to, f- to pick her out, she wants you to do the full marching cool. to the YMCA. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. But yeah. she did not say what, 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 what you get if you pick her out. you got to get something, right? Oh, yeah. I'll take her in the cooler and show her a good time. Somehow I doubt that will happen. (laughs) I I don't think... I think she must have a postscript here for that. Uh, Okay. Time to get into how much of a man are you. By the way, Saga Zayvas, tomorrow. But now it's day two of how much of a man are you. Yesterday we focused on work, right?
2: Work, and then there was a category on sex. Later days we'll have more sex questions, but for today... We're going to concentrate on a couple other categories, one being sports, uh, one being adventure. We'll get to at least those today. And before I ask the questions, I just wanted to reiterate my picks for who will be the most to least manly. And I'm going to stick with these, even though right now there's a little discrepancy from points of yesterday. And I said it would be D, followed by Darkside Dave, then Sean, Nick, and Psycho. I don't know if you guys want your points from yesterday
1: to see where the standings are. What do you think,
5: Nicholas? Mm, no, uh, no, maybe we'll wait till after today or something. All right. Parents, okay. But. Okay. All
2: right. All right. First category up today is sports. Series of have you ever questions. I'll start with you, D. Have you ever performed five one armed push ups? Score
1: one point. No, I have not. No. Dark side? Sure. Come on, no, you got to tell us? Of telescope? course not. Of <laughs> course not. Yeah, I can't even do five regular push-ups.
2: <laughs> That's sad. I think Both I can are almost a bitch.
3: do
2: it. Um, <laughs> Nick? Um,
5: I don't know. When I was younger, I might have, but right now I can't, I can't remember, so I'll say no.
1: Yeah, you want to arm something, but it wasn't a push-up. <laughs> no. that Be was honest, a pull-out. Sean. In the Army. Oh, One-arm ones? Absolutely. No! You yeah. did one-arms.
0: One-arm push-ups in the Army. Uh, believe I, me, I did every kind of push-up known to I mankind in the military.
4: I
3: think
6: you're lying. All right.
3: We've got to take people at their word.
2: I don't think he's going to lie. Uh, no, I think he's lying. And uh, Psycho Dan?
6: Uh, I'll say no.
2: Okay. Uh, have you ever won your office NCAA basketball pool? D. No. Dark side?
3: Absolutely not.
2: Nicholas? Yeah, I remember the day. It yeah. was a good day for you. That was that was awesome. That was, that was like the biggest paycheck you've had in I years. Know. That's
1: <laughs> awesome.
2: Oh, yeah, you can one. actually
1: attest to that. All right, how yeah. about you, Sean? No. In Psycho? Um, I'm kind of young,
6: so does high school count? Because I won the uh, the high school one.
2: I, I think I'm going to count that for Psycho. I would keep
1: that. He's, way, he's way, the youngest. Way, yeah, one, way, way you guys. Well, you definitely suffer on this yeah. test with age i mean with age since you have more life experience you have the opportunity to do more of these things so we got to throw them a freaking ball once in a while okay
2: have you ever cheered your pro team any major sport to a championship and then this editor's note cubs and red Sox fans may claim exemption and take the two points (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm just reading that i didn't make that up
1: okay well uh what do you mean cheered like
2: you know, has your your team of choice ever won? Yeah. Yeah, several times, are right, you? Yeah, well, I,
1: I cheered the Mets in the frigging, uh, what was it, late 60s. I was there and I cheered the Yankees.
4: <laughs> 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 like a 4 points No, sir. 69. I'm old school. Wow. <laughs> I was
1: an original Mets fan.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay.
1: Uh,
4: Dark side. Mhm. Sunday your
5: Bucks will yeah. win. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Nicholas. Yeah. Of
2: course. Sean. Yeah. And psycho, I guess you get the two-point Red Sox exemption. Is that oh, right? Yes, <laughs> I'll take it. All right, you'll need it. <laughs> yeah. um, have you ever? What? You're not a Red Sox fan.
3: Can I have a two-point Buccaneers? No, no, it doesn't say. Mark, yeah. You haven't <laughs> suffered long <laughs> enough. Right.
2: Have you ever painted your face or body to show team solidarity? They say you should get two points. I would personally subtract points, but
1: D. Well, that's how I started wearing the makeup and Twister Twister, Actually, was uh, I, I was painting my face for the team. The guy said, "Hey, that's a that's a good gimmick." No, no. never,
2: Dave. Nope. You sure?
1: <laughs>
3: no, I
2: okay.
1: didn't. Nick? There's points in it. <laughs> I
0: know. <laughs> no face
2: painter. No. Yeah. Sean? Sean?
0: No. God, no.
2: Psycho. Psycho. No. I'm surprised. I would think that you would have. Yeah, I thought
1: maybe you might have. I know.
2: Only three points for scoring a game-winning touchdown. D. Even in, I'll even give you guys, you know, Pop Warner, whatever you call it, way back when.
1: I, in the uh, choir band football game, they <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> did. Does that count? Was it a
2: game-winning <laughs> touchdown?
1: <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, you
2: get the points. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's I got to be, MVP
2: too. Well, yeah, some kind of organized league. I'll give you the points for some kind of organized <laughs> league. dark side, not. Your friends pick up stone game in somebody's backyard. This is football. Football. No. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nick. Yes. All right. Nice. The bowl. That's mm-hmm. how we got the the bowl game.
1: back in the day. Yeah. This quiz. Starts. Lancers. Go Lancers. Sean. <laughs> You're right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and psycho. No. No. <laughs> um, hit a grand slam again. I'll give you any organized league of any kind. D.
1: No, I never even hit a home run. Tons of triples, oh, and never hit a home run. It pissed me off. Dave? Darkside.
3: I never even hit the ball. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise! I
1: got a walk. <laughs> 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 Another walk. <rock>. Oh, <laughs> you Charlie Brown? No, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no, no. I grand wish things. I could say yes.
2: Um, Sean? No. Psycho.
6: Has to be a grand slam, not just a game winner. Just a
2: grand, no, no walk off grand slam. No. All right. Six points if you ever got a hole in one in golf. D, I wouldn't think.
1: Uh no. Miniature golf count? No. Okay.
2: Dave, how about that when you were on the golf <laughs> team in high
1: school? Did you get a
4: <laughs>
3: no.
2: Nikki? No. Sean? Sean? No. Psycho? Uh no. No. <laughs> and then for some reason they it's zero points, but have you ever rolled Yahtzee? I, I guess they're just curious about that. No.
1: <laughs>
4: Dark side,
2: Yeah. <laughs> no. I can. you had zero points that whole thing, <laughs> but you've rolled Yahtzee. That's small comfort. Nick? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sean? No.
6: Psycho? Of course.
2: What's Yahtzee? It's a, a game with the dice. And the cup? Oh, I don't
1: know. Oh, and come a cup? on. No, okay.
2: Maybe they didn't have that when you it, were kid.
1: <laughs> no, but I, no no we just had stones <laughs> marvels. we shot marvels when i was a kid
2: all right this next category covers adventure these are also have you ever questions question one a ferrari you get one point for every 20 miles per hour
1: well i'm, I'm in florida ferrari florida pantera which is an Italian sports car, but uh, but I won't, well, not a Ferrari. I'm
2: going to, so. you know what, I'm going to give people points for, well, you'll tell me the sports car and I'll tell you if you get points.
1: Okay. It's a Pantera. It's a De Tommaso Pantera. It's, it's a pretty Italian serious sports car, car, right? Serious. Kicks, kicks Ferraris ass. I used to own one. And how uh, many miles an hour do you think you went? Uh, 140. All right. It could go faster, but that was pretty fast. That's pretty good. All right. And then some some a-hole was dark-siding me (laughs) in the (laughs) left lane. do
2: you get seven points for that? Dave?
3: Okay. Now, in my Trans Am, I was (laughs) in the the passenger seat. I'm going to give you
2: points for Trans Am.
3: I was in the passenger seat, and my friend was driving it. He had it up to 153. But when I was driving it personally, I had it up to 149.
2: (sighs) Trans Am? I mean, I... I guess. I what are guess. You look at Isn't me. Exotic exotic 140, yeah, about
3: 149. I'm going to give
2: you 7 points for that. Okay. Nick, Civic doesn't count.
3: Uh,
5: Civic doesn't count. I floored my uh Chevy Malibu Classic <laughs> Sorry. 1977.
4: Sean.
0: I, to, I floored my 87 Camaro. <laughs> Run Oh, Camaro? Yeah, it was a Camaro. It, I mean, it was a V8 engine. It was all souped up. Uh-huh.
2: How fast did it go?
0: Uh, over 100. Well, I'll
2: give you five points. Will you take five points? Yeah, that's fine. All right. Psycho? <sighs>
6: You're really going to give Sean five points for that? Yeah. All right, well, I have floored a Mustang more than once. My roommate and my brother are both Mustang freaks.
2: And how many miles per hour, you think?
6: Well over 100.
2: Will you take six points, Psycho? Yeah. You could
1: use it. All
4: right. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> uh, chop down a tree, one point. D.
1: Chop down a tree, yeah. Well, is chainsawing it you know, acceptable? I think so. Okay, then I'll take that point. Dave? Many
3: occasions.
2: Have you won, Nicholas? Yes. Sean? Yep. Dan? Yep. There you oh go. My God. Um, Chop down a tree in a hotel lobby, five
4: points. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's real rock and roll, but it wasn't my style. Mendoza could take that one. I don't get it. Dave? Motels count? Yeah. No. serious.
2: <laughs> no. Sean? No. no. Psycho? No. Um, smoked a Cuban in Cuba. But I, I'm going that's two points. I'll give you a point if you say that you've ever smoked a real Cuban cigar, even though I think it's kind of disgusting. Dave? No. No. Dave? Yes. A real Cuban cigar?
3: Yeah, not in Cuba. But
0: That's yeah. right,
2: I'll give you the point, Nicholas. No. Sean? Yes. Really, Sean? And
0: Acapulco, yes.
2: <laughs> Ooh, extra half point for that. <laughs>
1: so. Isn't and- that close to Cuba?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Psycho? No. Okay. Two points if you've ever driven an 18-wheeler. D, big rig? N-
1: no, I have not. Dave? Um.
0: You would know if you no. had.
2: Technically,
3: no. I can't take the points for that.
2: Nick? No,
0: Sean. Yes. Really? Yeah, my father is a truck driver, an
3: eighteen wheeler
0: uh, truck did driver. Do, when sit I was, on his lap? No. When I was eighteen, he was F- showing you, me F- how F- to drive. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, no. Sean's not going to
2: lie, Dan.
1: No, I believe him. He's a true. <laughs> Are
2: you saying that about my dad? Yep.
4: Yes.
2: Oh. Psycho, have you ever? No. Okay. Um, skydived, hang glided, or bungee jumped? Two points, D.
1: I don't get any points.
2: Dave. Kind
1: of, uh, nope. Nicholas.
2: Yep. Take the two.
1: He's got the two, yes. Yeah. He was a jumped stunt out on the old plane. show. He yeah. jumped out of a plane. Mm-hmm. He was attached to a person, but he was, yeah. was forced to jump. Sean? <laughs> no.
2: They don't make you do that in the Army, huh?
0: Well, I repelled uh, from a helicopter, but I never that's, actually. I
2: would give him a point for that. I think that's no. pretty cool.
1: Uh. Repelling is like bungee jumping in its yeah. own weird, bizarre way. Dan? Mm-hmm. Nothing.
2: Okay. Flown a plane, piloted a ship, or operated a tank?
1: Flown a plane, piloted a ship, or drove a tank? No. Dave?
3: Uh, A ship? No.
4: A dinghy <laughs> doesn't count. Yeah.
3: Does like a, a regular boat No. Um, <laughs> Nick? No. <laughs> Sean? No. <laughs> and Psycho.
6: Nothing.
2: All right, I guess we'll take a break and we'll come back. And uh, there's some questions about tattoos and then sort of hunting. So somebody's going to do well, hopefully.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but hunting and actually killing something? (laughs) Or just going hunting? Don't count your chickens. I have killed. (laughs) 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 All right, stick around for more of the, uh, what is this called again? How Much of a Man Are You test? On D. Snyder Radio, it's Radio 104 at XL102. D. Snyder Radio.
8: D. Snyder Radio. Drop off of the Metal Guard with D-Snyder Radio. It's D. This is David, this is Dan from the and you're listening to D-Snyder on Radio 104. <laughs> D-Snyder Radio.
1: Check it out. This just goes to prove how age affects this test. You know, the amount of years you've had to have experienced things in this life. Mike, the intern who's 19 for the past two days, has a five-point score yep. for total.
2: I'm pretty sure I'm beating him.
1: <laughs> no, but that's that that just shows you, you know, I mean age definitely plays into this because yeah. you just have more of an opportunity mm-hmm. to experience things in life. But we should get back into okay. the thick of things. We're doing we're taking the who uh, how much of a man are you test for Maxwell for magazine. We'll be taking it all week and we're gonna find out at the end of the week who's the most mad. Okay. Chaos mushmo mushmash chaos mas, macho go ahead
2: alright we've gotten to the question have you ever gotten a tattoo 5 points or 20 if self-administered
1: D not self-administered of course yes Dave yes
2: just not self-administered though
1: eh nothing
3: that stayed
2: <laughs> okay <laughs> Nick no no Sean yes yeah Psycho no okay um have you ever had a tattoo removed minus 10? No. 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 Sean? No. Okay. Uh, have you ever caught a fish bigger than your dog? Six points. <laughs> yeah! D. A shark. Woo! That's right. Woo! You got a shark. Call a
1: mako shark, baby. Woo! The only time went fishing. Right on. I almost should give
2: you more points for that, but you're so far in the lead that I will refrain from doing so.
3: Thank you. Well, we all know Loki's not that big of a dog. Oh, yeah.
4: oh, no, I
2: didn't catch him. <laughs> <laughs> <me>.
3: A
4: guppy.
2: <laughs> uh, Nick?
5: Uh, I've caught a bass that was pretty close to Puccini's size, but I don't think so. It wasn't anywhere near 20 pounds.
2: See, Nick's being pretty honest on this test. Yeah. I will say, Sean? No. Who has been caught in a lie already, but what? I will leave that to... Mm.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah I forgot about that. Dogside called his brother, who served with you, uh, yeah. and he said that they never did one-arm push-ups. We did one-arm push-ups in my basic training, and if you would want, uh-huh.
0: I will be, do everything I can to get one of my drill sergeants no on the phone. Oh, yeah. Dogside is so worried yeah. about not blah, being blah, the
6: ma- I turned it off in the mic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no for Sean. Dan, fishing?
6: Um, actually, mm-hmm. you know, we never had a dog. Did have cats, and I've caught some shad. Shad are really big fish.
1: All right, I'm How gonna big throw, is a shad? I'm gonna throw a cycle bone here. No shad. I haven't
6: even heard of a shad. They're, no, they—they're uh, <laughs> in the river. They're huge fish. Nick, can you attest to that? You know what a shad is? Yeah, I've seen them. They're, they're huge. Big, yeah. But.
2: Okay, seven points. <laughs> Have you ever eaten a mammal you killed yourself? <laughs> D.
1: She wasn't dead. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
2: you have to resort to that, Dave. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ta- take a point off of your score for that joke. It's really bad. It's very base. You notice <laughs> the sexual innuendo. <laughs> Minus one for D. Snyder. Okay. Dark side, Dave?
3: Is a fish? No, fish ain't mammals, are they? No.
2: Oh, that's so sad. How long have you been hunting? (laughs) I think I'm gonna take away some points, (laughs) Dave.
4: Minus (laughs) one. Get out of here,
2: (laughs) No, I won't take any away. Maybe someday, Nicholas. No. (laughs) Sean. No. Psycho. No. Okay. Um, Seven (laughs) points if you've ever spent a night in jail. D. Snyder, Yes. Yes. (laughs) Not proud of what you have. Dave?
1: Do you get more points for (laughs) multiple?
2: (laughs) (laughs) No.
3: Well, I got out before sunrise.
2: I don't know if that counts. If your mom came down and bailed you out. Sunset
1: or sunrise?
3: Well, I went in there. It was about 8.30 at night, and I got out early in the morning.
1: Did you sleep? No.
3: No. I couldn't sleep.
5: I'm
2: going to give you half points for that. I'll give you... 3.5 3.5 points, Nick.
5: No, I was only in the long metal jail cell for three hours.
2: Yeah. <laughs> this pretty, sounds pretty cushy. The door was, no. wasn't even closed. <laughs> hard, hard time. He
1: was sleeping at all. <laughs> I did Wet hard, bar. I did
5: hard time in that long metal jail cell.
2: Right. Sean?
0: Does it count if I spent like a couple hours with the
1: military police? Oh, God. No. No, no dates don't count.
2: Dan? <laughs>
4: of
1: course <laughs> not, nah, no.
2: Okay. Um, shot a grueling set of rapids, seven points. See, I would no, score, I would score seven points on that one, Dave.
3: Dark side, what's that mean? Like whitewater like, rafting? Thing? Yeah. No, no,
2: Nick. No, Sean. No, Dan. No. I am a man in that category. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, um, lived off the land for 48 hours, eight points. D?
1: What? No. <laughs>
2: Why on earth would you do that? Dave? <sighs>
1: Technically, no. <laughs> Nick? No. Well, he tried to, but he went hungry. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Sean? No. Starved off the land for
1: 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> he has to be rescued. Dan?
6: Uh, no.
2: Um, lived off pizza for 48 hours. That's 8.5 points. D.
1: Totally. What do you get for peanut butter and jelly? I did that for weeks. <laughs> yeah. Dave? Sure.
2: Yeah, you'll take the 8.5. Nick?
1: Yes. there's a guy who doesn't get <laughs> 8.3 pizza for two days. Really, Beth?
2: Psycho?
1: Yeah. All
2: right. Wow, everybody came up big on that one.
1: I can't believe that's a big deal. I mean, that's, you know, guys, that's... Yeah, they're jokes. You, know, you order a pie, you eat it the next morning cold. You have to <laughs> later on that day, order another one. Yeah, go.
2: Ten points if you've been shot, stabbed... Hit by a car
1: or gored by a bull. Shot, stabbed, hit by a car or gored by a bull. I've had a straight razor held to my throat, uh, but I but I got out but of the it. Skin wasn't broken, huh? No, skin wasn't broken.
2: I'm gonna give you two points for that.
1: I, th- I think that was. I mean, I survived. Don't you get something for surviving? I gave you two points. I'm just looking at Nick, who's like groaning. Did no, Parkside. that's pretty badass.
3: I've never been shot or gored. I've been bumped with a car, but nothing major. <laughs> but I did,
1: I got damaged the car much. <laughs> <laughs> Totals. I got, uh,
3: somebody, uh, somebody got me in the foot with a dart.
4: Come oh on. God, I dude. should minus points <laughs> yeah. because you told that story.
2: Seriously, <laughs> dude, that forget got it. Me. I'm gonna skip a question on you.
0: <laughs> Nick, no. Sean, does it count if had hit me in the back of the head? No, the
2: psycho.
6: <laughs> yeah, I've been hit by a car.
2: Ooh, hmm. ten points. All right,
6: childhood trauma.
4: Were,
6: <laughs> okay. Were you injured? Uh, no, but I did go to the hospital. I mean, I. I'm told that I went, like, 20 feet in the air.
4: <laughs> oh, That's pretty serious. Psycho, I'm going to
2: give you an extra half point for yes. the uh, trajectory on that one. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Climbed a significant mountain peak. One point for every 5,000 feet.
1: Climbed? How about drove up? Mm. You no, know, taking your car Life's up peak.
2: Mount Washington doesn't count. Right?
1: Okay, no good? Okay.
2: Dave?
5: No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did in New Hampshire in the White Mountains, but I'm not sure what mountain it was or how high.
2: It was in sort of the presidential range feet. there? Yeah. It's pretty high. I'll give you
5: a Two point. 3,000
1: feet? Yeah, it, yeah. Was that like a walk? What's that? No. It was a tons and things like that, was it? It was
2: hiking. We were hiking. I don't I'll know. Give how high we give I'll give I'll him one point. Sean? No. Psycho.
6: I'm a little skeptical about Nick's because I've gone on field trips and climbed mountains up in Vermont.
2: (laughs) It wasn't a field trip in the White Mountains or in New Hampshire. did you or did you not have to get a permission slip sign for that trip?
5: I was in college.
1: I was going with friends. No. Okay. They were drinking. (laughs) Yeah. We drank
5: when we got there. I'll say no.
2: Okay. Um, Written your name on the Great Wall of China, 12 points, but I'll give... If you've seen The Great Wall of China, I'll I'll consider giving you some points. D?
1: Nope, never been to China. Dave? No. Nick? No. Sean? No. Psycho? No. Okay.
2: Uh, Drunk a beer at the North or South Pole? That's kind of a silly question. I wouldn't think anyone has done that, right? Nope. Mm -hmm. And finally, sung sung karaoke. (laughs) D, have you sung karaoke?
1: No way, no how, not in this lifetime. Dark Side Dave? Um. Yeah.
2: Hell yeah. Minus ten points. (laughs) (laughs) He sings memories every year. (laughs) Only at weddings.
3: That's not karaoke. (laughs) Uh, uh,
1: (laughs) Nick. No, No, no. that wasn't karaoke. No, was
3: it karaoke? If it's at weddings, is it technically? Yes, Don't yes, yes. done karaoke. Was the tape Talked
4: playing
1: and you got up there and sang? There was music playing. <laughs> it's
4: karaoke.
1: Nick? <laughs> 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 no. Sean? No. Do you want
2: to be honest? I, honestly. Psycho? No. Oh, dude. <laughs> have- <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's STP. How oh, can no, I learn? God. God. Dude, 10 points? Seriously? Uh, it's L A M E. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn. That's crap.
11: <laughs>
2: I know you had just done so well with being hit by the car. All your points got taken away. Well, maybe we'll run through diet really quickly because we have a couple minutes. Um, yes, we do. <clears throat> this is a have you ever dared to eat questions?
1: If you want to save this tomorrow, Beth, I can. Uh, oh, okay. Because uh, I got some reaction from yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll tally,
2: up, I'll tally up today's points that and sucks. add them to yesterday's points while you do that.
1: Dark Side's upset. All right, well, uh, we'll continue. This is an ongoing saga because tomorrow we're going to do some more of this and we're going to find out who's more... Who's cast much cast Macho. Uh, all right, uh, some reactions here. Oh, subject, give Nick his points. D, did you ever get paid to risk your life? How much did you guys give Nick to drink his own urine? Come on, give him some <laughs> points for that. Steve from Madison thinks you deserve points for drinking urine. Nah, that's not risking your life. There's no. There was definitely no threat of you know possible injury right beth
2: no i mean it was violent disgusting but i wouldn't have done it if i thought he was gonna die
1: no yeah, different heading violent disgusting uh, <clears throat> he did walk in traffic blindfolded that one time yeah sean left me out that's there. but we true. didn't pay that's yeah but he didn't true. get any money for it he didn't yeah. get paid for that yeah that was a radio stunt <laughs> clark's brother writes uh d i think best soundbite i learned so much on this show sums it up for me every day i learn interesting and frightening facts about all of you who knew dark Side slept with a lesbian at one time oh. only god only god knows what dark little secrets nick's past holds it's sure funny to sit back and see what flies yes this is this is exposing a lot of stories mm-hmm. i mean who Darkside got a dart in the foot had <laughs> actually
3: yeah, tried to hurts. enter that. I should get points for that. That hurt. No, that's considered stabbing. No, it was unintentional.
1: No, it
2: wasn't. The bastard threw it at my foot. I don't know, you guys. Is that being stabbed? I
1: don't think that's quite what they had in mind. Yeah,
3: but it went full on in, and it hurt.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> Can we just listen to him try to justify it <laughs> a little I know. Longer? It is very
2: funny, but... <laughs> right.
1: like and well, my brother it. Frank, yeah. I once threw a dart accidentally, and it hit him in the stomach. Can he say he was stabbed? No. Yeah. is it not a piece of
3: metal piercing the skin and sticking there is it not stabbing you yeah it's
1: stabbed if you prick us do we not bleed (laughs) yeah if you spit on us do we not get wet
2: listen i mean people can send in emails in your defense and if we get an overwhelming number i will reverse my decision but as it stands right now i cannot say that taking a dart in the foot foot. is being stabbed
3: oh yeah okay
2: i listen there's a lot of things i don't want to have happen to me it doesn't make them being stabbed
5: Stabbed by a dart You're such a wuss Come Come on on, Dude that
2: hurt man Suck it up Sally It wasn't being stabbed (laughs)
1: Suck it up Sally (laughs) Oh yeah Yeah I remember that time You held up that 7-Eleven And you're written (laughs) with that dart Clark was was
2: terrified
1: (laughs) I'm gonna throw this at your foot (laughs) It was really sharp
3: Darts can hurt
1: Well, Lisa in Middletown, Connecticut, has some thoughts on the man quiz. She says, I just want people to realize that manliness is a socially constructed idea. Our society decides what is manly and what isn't. There are no inherent natural laws about it or anything like that. Why a guy who sleeps with a prostitute is more manly (laughs) than a guy that sleeps with his wife of 25 years makes no sense to me. Maybe we can keep this in mind while taking the man quiz. I don't know why. I don't know about you guys, so I will just use D and Nick. I don't know about the rest of you guys. D and Nick as an example. I personally equate manliness with responsibility. And based on that criteria, I say that D is more of a man than Nick. So I would think that Nick would be more likely to do the stupid excrement that some members of our society consider manly, like sleeping with a prostitute or just stopping calling a girl instead of really breaking up with her.
4: Hoo-wah. But even if this.
1: Even if this test is whack, it sounds like D is still going to come out on top. It's just Lisa, for fun. A it's just, just, it's just
2: for fun. I don't understand Me? the point she's trying to make, but it's for laughs. Yeah, exactly. She I, knows that.
3: I don't need the dart in the foot thing. I know I'm a man.
4: Well, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my like gosh Darn it. out of the
1: woods by a possum.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> taking a break. When we come back, we're supposed to be talking to Ian Asbury <clears throat> from The Cult uh i say supposed to is he on the phone no we got his
5: cool uh we got his hotel number so we just no, got so we're, we're gonna be talking up. to him
1: yeah. they're playing tonight at the webster theater theater they've got a new album out called beyond good and eagle eagle evil <laughs> that i highly recommend it's a great record and uh we'll find oh, out we'll ask him some of these pressing questions about manliness let's ask him about manliness oh. okay what makes a man All right, Beth, keep your questions handy. I'm going to ask Ian. So it's D Snyder Radio. Stick around for more. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. D Snyder
8: Radio. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. Radio 104. D Snyder Radio.
1: What is it about? D Snyder. I can always serve as a bad example.
8: I I know you. Radio 104. Snyder Radio. Did
1: you hear what I said?
8: The Snyder. Snyder.
1: All right, we're going to be talking to Ian Asper from the Cult in just a minute. Just a couple quick reactions to dibs. Rob Dibble from ESPN Radio's Dan Patrick Show, who calls in every Monday with a sports report at the beginning of each week. Angry Lenny from Ansonia says, I'm a huge Rob Dibble fan. I'm glad he's part of your show. He's one of my favorite players as a kid growing up because he feared no one. <laughs> he was able to throw 100 mile per hour fastballs at people and made them like it. And if they didn't, they charged the mound. He'd throw his glove on the ground and kick the crap out of him. Old school. That's our Rob. <laughs> That's my Rob. And uh, Genghis John Wright, D, Beth Wright, Rob Dibble has the accuracy of a Daisy Air Rifle when it comes to picking winners. <laughs> <laughs> the next time you talk to Dibs, maybe you should give him Mudbone's cell phone number so he can get the line on the football games. That might help him have better picks. Yeah, he's not exactly the most accurate. And I, Grace, to take I don't chances. think he
2: bets his own money since he does drive a Porsche.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's doing... All, I bet he's floored it, too. Uh, without any further ado, please welcome to the show Ian Asbury from the Colts. Ian, good morning. Hey, what's happening? I'm glad we're finally getting to talk to you, and I appreciate you waking up early. We've oh, kinda, please. I'm sorry
12: I missed you guys yesterday.
1: Yeah, but then we, like, canceled on you on Monday, so... Oh, well, you know. Uh, well, first and foremost, you know, we've got listeners in Virginia, we've got listeners in, in Massachusetts, New York, uh, Connecticut... They all want to know, Ian, how did Twisted Sister affect your life?
12: <laughs> I think um, it was probably the first band I saw that made me want to start a, a line of men's cosmetic products.
1: <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Hey, man, you know what? Well, I actually, think you should. <laughs> I think side. I should, too. I uh, This radio there. thing's not working now out. I think here. I may do that. Yeah. So, uh, actually, well, first of all, new CD, Beyond Good and Evil... Is great, and my co-host Beth will tell you that I, I don't say this to everybody. Um, I, you know, I I really like the new CD. I listen to it all the time when I'm working out, and I really think your band just holds up, man. Thank you. It holds up. Thank you. And it, you know, and the new single is called "True Believers." I want to point that out. And there's a big show tonight at the Webster Theater in downtown Hartford. Um, yeah, it's just like you know, you hear these bands, and and I include my own. In all honesty. And you say, yeah, it was great in, at the time or you know, it worked at the time. But when you listen when I listen to stuff, a lot of it just doesn't hold up. But I listen to the cult stuff. I really genuinely feel that the music still holds up today. And um, to me, any party I go to that starts with uh, that starts what's the song I always play all the time on the show, Dark Side. Thank you. What's Firewoman. What's you know what I'm talking about? I say I open up all the time with it. So, Firewoman, hey, man. You? Thank you. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to get he's like he's like, like the, the Sanctuary. No, I was that was Cecil Sanctuary. But, that was Firewoman, that was Firewoman. Yeah, I just I just think yeah. like the way that song starts out, like if I go to a party and Firewoman starts playing, I know it's gonna be a good night. <laughs>
12: you're so, get the Ian, products
1: out. Yeah, no kidding. Uh Ian, we're um uh you're touring with Aerosmith as well as doing your own shows? Yes, yeah, correct. Were you yeah. an Aerosmith fan when you were a kid? Um
12: not really. I really didn't discover Aerosmith because I kind of grew up in Britain and um, in Canada as well. Canada was more where I lived. It was sort of eastern Canada, uh, around the Toronto area, and um, it was a big Kiss city. A kiss city. Uh, yeah. Kiss there. So kiss I was mean, huge. That was it. If you went into Kiss, you were going to get a good kick in. And of course, I didn't like Kiss. I liked Bowie. I was into Bowie, I was into like, you know, I was into Bowie, I was into, um, and then the pistols, sex pistols.
1: And then, well, yeah, I mean, I'm a big Bowie fan myself, actually. I got to pick up um, Aladdin Sane. That album's awesome. Anyways, uh, we got, we, talk, you know, I, I know a lot of shows talk about the albums and stuff like that, but uh, we'd rather talk to you about the questions that are on our minds here on D Snyder Radio. We're always arguing about different things, and I like to get the opinions of, you know, other celebrities and, and you know, and see how they feel. Like, we asked Rob Zombie this question this morning. I want to ask you the same one. Okay, first of all, when you drive, do you speed?
12: Do I speed?
1: So, you know, go fast.
12: Oh, yeah, I've got a, and I've got a 1970 Plymouth Cuda. Yeah. 4727 Posi Traction, man. And Do I speed in that? I've been given a few tickets.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, I've got Probably a 19... I i got a 69 Boss 302 Mustang. I'll be looking for you on the streets. But anyway, when you you're in, in the Germany, left...
12: In Germany, everyone drives over over 100 miles an hour on the Autobahn's.
1: Oh, well, the, do you, you live in Germany?
12: I've been through Germany many times. And oh, yeah. Did, they, they're very efficient on their freeways. You know, they just... But again, you see the people on our freeways, and it's...
1: Yeah, they, they're crawling. But here's the question, okay? The question is, if you're in the left lane, and you're speeding, okay, and somebody comes up, Behind you, who's going faster than you? And they're not flashing you, they're not tailgating you. They just, but they come up behind you. And clearly, they're they're going faster than you are, and you can move over and let them pass. Do you let them pass, or do you make them stay behind you, or make them go around you?
12: Depends if I'm into a groove with the car. It really does. If I if I'm speeding in my car and I'm like totally, I've got music cranked and stuff. Yeah. Some, you know, jackass pulls up behind me in a BMW or something. You're yeah, going nowhere. <laughs>
1: yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we call that dark siding in, uh, up here, and in dark side, he does it all the time. I say, if somebody wants to go faster than me, and I can move over, I just let them
12: pass. On the other hand, if it's like a if it's a, if it's a '70s muscle car, yeah, or a, if it's a car that I respect, I'll get out of the way.
1: Oh, okay. Well, this is different dark side. This is a respect yeah. thing. That's respect dark siding I understand. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So we respect dark siding You see, <laughs> see, he's just saying he sees some you know piss ant in a BMW who thinks he's so hot pulling up on him. He's gonna go around me, old. You know, go around me. Kid. Right. Okay, yeah. but
3: what if they're flashing their lights and beeping their horn, being real annoying, pain in the asses? That that means nothing to me. So you'll just stay there and you won't let them go around you.
4: No. He's Ian Asper. Just he just sits right there. he doesn't have to move. Okay.
12: I'm, a, okay. I'm a Buddhist as well, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but not in <laughs> he's, the car. Yeah. <laughs> he's, hey, Nick, you're a Buddhist, aren't you? Yes, of course I am. You're trying to be a Buddhist. But you're you're, serious. you're, you're a practicing Buddhist, correct, Ian? Um, yeah. I'm yeah, Nick just says he's a Buddhist.
12: I'm, what, Nick, I'm what's been referred to by some monks as a wrathful deity.
11: <laughs> what does that mean? It
12: means that, I'm like, they have these um, what they call daikinis, which are Buddhist angels um, who sort of remind humans of, of our sort of more earthliness, you know. And and the, and the monks are more about our spiritual quality and our ethereal quality. But um, they also have these uh, angels that sort of remind people of the human toil, and and you know that's the sort of job that I've got is a. Uh, sort of reflect the world for people, you know, things that I see that are tangible to them, not sort of esoteric ideas that are sort of beyond people's, um, you know, ability to understand.
1: That's so what he lot, in, that, that, That's what Nick always right, says. Right <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's what, what Nick always, problems. well, that's what Nick, so, so oh. Buddhism and muscle cars are not mutually exclusive.
12: In no way. My car's purple as well, so that's the color of this. Uh,
1: oh, man. I
12: got that car's
1: righteous. All right next question oh by the way we're talking with Ian Asprey from The Cult the new album is Beyond Good and Evil it's excellent you want to check it out these guys haven't dropped a beat man and they're playing at the Webster Theater tonight in downtown Hartford okay next question Uh, Nick who's our show producer claims that fat women are better in bed that they're and we had a whole discussion on this that they've that they're just wilder and more intense have you ever been with a fat woman in bed
12: once, and I would say um, it was no different than a regular-sized woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, very Okay, yeah, this one. I'll tap, say the, the bigger the cushion,
12: the harder the push. <laughs> 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 the bigger the cushion, <laughs> the harder the
1: push.
12: Um, I think it's a lot more work for the guy, actually. I'm sure they're having a great time, but...
1: Well, we had some people write in and say there's actually something hormonal involved, that women who are heavier have more of a greater sex drive, you know, and that there's actually something scientific in there. But I really don't have a lot of experience with that. Uh, are um, you married? I think
12: just a visual alone is kind of quite scary.
1: <laughs> Well, you know, there's, there's a lot of activity going on in the bed there. Yeah. Um, all right. And the last thing, which t- we just finished, we're taking a quiz on how much of a man... Are you? It's just maximum test. We're seeing, yeah. trying to see who is more manly, and and they give you points for like being shot. Um, <laughs> uh, what was some of the other goodies? Uh, you know, tattoos. Mm-hmm. Uh,
12: it, well, being tattoos is not, it's, You know, children have tattoos now.
1: That's a good yeah. point. I mean, you know, I'm winning. How many
12: twelve year olds have you seen with tattoos now it's, and piercings?
1: Oh, dark side. Oh, Dave's the, son yeah, tattoo is. Not too of getting pierced at being a man. Yeah, I, I don't. See, I don't. And, and drinking beer at the North Pole. And even though I'm winning, it doesn't necessarily crazy. seem that 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 doing those kind of things defines says that you're a man. No. Because you've been you've been shot or you did a one arm push up. You know.
12: That's kind of whimsical. That's the sort of like you know, frat frat boys have got nothing better to do.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, how I come in that case Nick's doing so poorly? I don't know because <laughs> Nick is like you know
12: standing in front of like you know twenty thousand people with uh, striking bleached blonde hair and full face of makeup and.
1: You know what? Thank yeah, you very much. That takes for fucking me- balls. <laughs> Too bad that wasn't a question. <laughs> <laughs> that
12: takes you know, courage. It does take courage, though. It really does. Initially, and then after a while, I'm sure, you, you know, you just get stuck
1: into it. Well, you know what? S- seriously? I mean, in, a, in the early days, yeah, we'd play in these little bars. I mean, we, we, you have no following. I was getting in fights every friggin' yeah. night. And it all came down to that not that I wanted to get in fights. is that people wanted me to not be able to do perform music the way I wanted to perform it. You're right.
12: Right, so it took
1: courage to do it. Exactly, and I don't even drink. I don't even drink. Uh, You know what, I gotta ask, this is gonna kind of get a little more into the musical thing, but I gotta ask, because, you know, you guys, you had your day, you broke up, now you've come back together and you've taken the attitude that you sort of, it's the next phase of the cult, and listening to the album... I mean this sincerely. As I say, a lot of my peers... Dude, it's over. It's an old... I'm not saying this to you, Ian. It's an oldies show. You can't... You're not putting the band back together. And it's not Iron Maiden for the 2000s. You know, it's it's great to hear the old tunes. But that's that. But when I listen to the cult record, it does sound very much like you're picking up... You know, sort of where you left off and continue on with a new phase. I mean... What's the difference between the cult? How does the cult pull that off? And why can't. I don't think a Twisted Sister could pull that off, quite honestly.
12: I, well, I think the Twisted Sister could pull it off with the right producer. Hmm. No, like he, he, you're talking about Rob Zombie.
1: Well, uh, well talking about, I'm not no, talking. What do you mean about Rob?
12: Rob Zombie's on the show or whatever before. I don't uh, yeah. see where Twisted Sister couldn't do something like that.
1: You mean something scary, a little more.
12: Like, really, you know, detuned and darker? I don't. I don't. Right, well, I wasn't to. looking for you to stroke my band. <laughs> I was actually it, just you, looking you for you. I think it's credible.
1: Do you, do you feel that there's any challenge in getting people to view the cult as saying, hey, we're not just, this isn't a reunion, this is an oldie show. We are continuing on with the band and with our careers. Are you finding any resistance to that, or are you finding the audience being real receptive to that idea?
12: Well, the main resistance is the fact that in... Uh over the past ten years, that rock has been influenced by more by punk rock and hip hop, and um, you have a whole generation of kids who know nothing about blues orientated rock music. That's you know, right. To them, Led Zeppelin is archaic. You might well yeah. talk about Jurassic Park, you know.
4: Yeah.
12: And, and blues orientated rock is, is 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 archaic. So, um, one of the things about it is really subtle things are very important to to. to um, to understand where you're, you're trying to contemplify your sound. I mean, rhythm, for example, has changed dramatically. Detuning um, of guitars is something that's been introduced. And these are all things that... It's like you could always tell the guy at school that was slightly out of step, you know, because his clothes were slightly... There was always a, a fine line between Edwin and Levi's. You know? <laughs> and if you're wearing Edwin's, <laughs> you're drinking beer at the North Pole. But if you're wearing Levi's, you you know, you were you were dialed in and all the kids knew that you were like
1: one of them so basically what you're saying is that you kind of got to educate the new audience
12: to well, you edu- first of all things as an artist you got to educate yourself you know right. you, i mean and if you're a true artist you're always constantly re re you know rethinking everything and reevaluating yourself so you can simplify yourself but then it's also a lot of the radio now it's, it's really geared towards it's a quick return for the industry they want artists out there who are young who have you know catchy, melodic songs. They can make a quick buck. And that's from now where we have a proliferation of artists who are under the age of 25 who have very, very sort of thin material. I mean, it's, it's very, you know, melodic and everything and
1: catchy. You're not going to argue. I'm not going to argue with you, man. It's I fluff.
12: totally... A lot of it's fluff. And I mean, pop is great. And pop has its place. And Britney Spears, I, I think, is, is she's a great pop star. But there is a lot of male artists out there who are kind of fluffy. On the other hand, how do you balance it? Oh, we got things like Radiohead, which you know are incredible, but they have a very limited audience. In terms of rock music, um, I go for bands more like the Deftones because it's craft. Queen of the Stone Age. I'm shocked on a huge band in America. Oh,
1: they are great. You know, and we got to take a break. We got to take a break. But I appreciate you calling in. Uh, you know what? The new CD, Beyond Good and Evil. It's, you're doing it, man, because it's Thanks, a great D. record. And new singles, True Believers, they're on tour with Aerosmith, but if you're in Hartford or in the Connecticut area, check them out tonight at the Webster Theater. I've been hearing amazing things about your live show, too, Ian. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Tell Billy we said hey, I and we'll talk to you again sometime, all right? Thank you very much. All right, cheers. See you later, guys. Okay, we got to go. We'll be back with more D. Snyder Radio in just a minute. It's Radio 104 and XL 102.
8: D. Snyder Radio. now back listen to what this guy said now back to D Snyder radio yeah
1: it was pretty cool
2: yeah really cool.
1: Thought it was gonna be a, a tad more um, arrogant.
2: Did you? I, I didn't have any preconceived notion.
1: Yeah, but at like, least you know. I guess I've heard things about them back in the day, but mm. <clears throat> years have a way of chilling you out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Give a little perspective on your self-importance. So uh, it was. It was good. Anyway, you definitely, like I said, good songs, good band. The Cult definitely got it going on. Uh, you know what? There was a bonus question that Beth forgot to ask on the uh, who's more of a man (laughs) test. And Beth has the scores as we are halfway through our test. This test is going to go on. It's going to be four parts uh, wrapping up on Friday. So, Beth, what was the bonus question?
2: The bonus question was, in the sports category, score one point for each professional sports arena in which you've seen at least one game.
1: Okay. D. Oh, you mean oh you mean just tell you the actual number?
2: Yeah, we know, which if you've been to you know <laughs> if you've been to Yankee Stadium, you've been to Cabin Yards, to, wherever.
1: I've been to Yankee, I've been to Shea. Um no, I was never to the Meadowlands or uh Giant Stadium no or football? whatever they call it. That's it. No football. Just,
2: no hockey, no Rangers,
1: oh. no Uh nope. I'll be honest. No. No hockey.
2: basketball, no Knicks, no Nets, nope.
1: no No. Nope. That's it? I don't get two. Wow. I fall, I fall down on that. I was busy having sex. Okay.
2: Yeah. And touring the world, too. I forgot about that touring the world thing. Dark Side.
1: I'll you take some three. points here.
2: You've been to. I've,
3: I've seen a Boston Red Sox game when I was a kid. and i seen a Whalers game when, when I was existed. a kid. Existed. And I've been to uh, Foxborough Stadium to watch the Buccaneers cream the Patriots twice.
2: 40. There you go. Um, Nick? Hmm.
5: Uh. Been to Yankee Stadium, been to Shea, been to Camden Yards, been to the Meadowlands. You've been to
2: Fenway too, right?
5: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Been to uh, uh, the Meadowlands, Brendan Bryan Arena for Rangers. Uh, And, well, Hartford Civic Center, I've seen basketball games there. Um and then the Gamble Pavilion, I've seen a few I don't think weekends. I'm gonna count that. Why? It's not like an arena. What do you mean it's not an arena? UConn won the pavilion. national championship right, a couple right. years no, ago. No, that's no, where, no, that's where they arena. play their own games. Not an arena. What do you mean? It's the Gamble Pavilion. That's where they play it's their freaking point. games. I'm gonna give it to him. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Where <laughs> else did I go? Um That's eight so far. Let me think. I know I've seen more than that. Uh, I've seen, I've seen well, let's move on. We'll think
4: about minute. it. I'll go All to right. Sean. All
0: right. One. Yankee Stadium.
2: That's it?
1: Yeah. G- Jeez, I, I think I
2: I've got nine. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>.
1: <laughs> one Beth, for You're Sean. a jockette. You're a I guess so. No doubt. All right. This is where Psycho racks up some points. He I hopes. I think. Psycho? Um, yeah, I don't
6: know if I can beat Nick, though. All right, let's see. You got Fenway. Uh, the Fleet Center for Celtics games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Foxborough for Patriots games. Um, let's see. Uh, UMass. you, you got to count the Mullen Center. Okay. It's going to count that Gamble right. thing. Uh, where else <laughs> have I been? Um, see,
2: this is where your hatred of all teams not from Massachusetts is going to hurt you.
6: Oh, also, I've not been to Yankee Stadium. Okay. Um, I've seen. One or two Whalers games in my I'll time. I'll count that. I, yeah, I can't believe you're going to, but okay. Uh what well, about they the about a major t- team. Yeah. What about the Pawtucket at Red Sox?
2: No, mm. I'm not going to count AAA. Oh, damn.
4: <laughs> Sorry. Pawtuck.
2: can't do it. <laughs>
6: yeah. uh, I guess I'm going to bow out right there.
2: That's pretty good. That's six. That helps Nick you.
1: more to come up any more? Uh, the
5: Mullen Center. I went there. I forgot saw a few UMass basketball games. Oh, yeah, and um, um, Providence. I forgot about that. The Providence Civic Center. Civic Center. I've seen uh, hockey there. And Who? What's that? Who? Not hockey there. I've seen basketball there. Providence uh, College basketball no, there. No, it's
2: got to be a professional sports team there.
5: Okay, there's no professional.
2: Okay. No, okay. Yeah, I'm out
1: there. So nine? Yeah. Okay. Chaos Mas Macho.
2: Well, uh, I will tell you uh, the scores as they stand. I'll go from um, highest to lowest. So far, the most manly with 92.5 points is uh, your show host, Dee Snyder. <sighs> Followed not closely by our man, formerly in uniform, Sean Robbins, with 60 Whoa, point, 64.5 God. points. Yeah. Then. Uh, Nick Lentino with fifty three point five points.
5: I'm a man.
2: <laughs> Followed sort of closely by Darkside Dave at forty nine points. Ooh. That karaoke Ooh.
4: really hurt you. <laughs> yeah, probably.
2: and then Psycho. With uh, 37 points, but there are still. i let
3: you know I was ahead of Nick by a point and a half until this stupid question. There's
2: still several, <laughs> several categories left to go, so don't <laughs> don't get too upset, Dave. You might just be a <laughs> man I know all.
3: I'm a man. I'm cool with it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Is
1: there anything in there for kids? <laughs> You're mainly no, you kids. No. Just stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I do have some uh, more mail that I want to address. Um, so why not uh, I'd say thank you. Everybody writes of course to D Snyder Radio at Clearchannel.com. That's D-E-E Snyder is S-N-I-D-E-R-Radio at clearchannel.com. Why do I keep spelling it? Those of you who know how to spell it say, what are, what are they idiots? There's quite a few different variations on Snyder. Some that aren't even don't even vaguely resemble it. But uh, I just want to be sure that people are getting their mails to the correct address. Uh, thank you, Charlie, for your takes on the show. Who knows? We may use those. Um, we got a letter here from oh, and I'll almost say uh, from uh, Angry Times Ten Lenny from Macedonia. <laughs> he's,
2: he's really <laughs> got to try decaf, Lenny. Yeah.
1: Cool out. Well, it's it's regarding tight pants, man in tight
2: pants.
1: Okay. <laughs> it says D. Yesterday, I heard a conversation on men in tight pants. I just have to say that I am backing Beth's play. <laughs> it's almost as bad as big women walking around with their big pink bags from Victoria's Secrets. And I am sorry, but every time I hear the phrase, rock out with your cock out, even though I know it's figuratively, I can't get, I, I can't get the vision of VH1 behind the music, photo of, photo of you and your leather straps, you sick bastard. Now I can't eat lunch today. How about this phrase? And Beth can back me up. Mm-hmm. Rock on with a proper attire on.
2: <laughs> you go, that? Lenny.
1: <laughs> there you go <laughs> rock on it doesn't have the same ring to it rock on with the proper attire on uh, yeah okay and he says I love today's show but if I get dark sided one more time <laughs> on my way to work I'm gonna become angry times ten Lenny from Anseldia he's gonna
2: snap one of these days Lenny get I dark-sided. hope not because I find him very enjoyable but uh, yes. he's got some problems
1: no that one's not working dark side it has to rhyme <laughs> Beth I don't know if you see that I one I didn't on the screen. I am sadly <clears throat> um, on Okay, uh, here's a welcome to Richmond letter. It says, first of all, welcome to Richmond's XL102. Uh, it's nice to see D staying active.
2: <laughs> we try to push him around the grounds once a day or so.
1: Say, so get me out. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, 90? Okay, uh, I enjoy the show even if you have Nick. He sounds like the kind of kid who was beaten up for his lunch money by the guys who already had theirs taken by the high school bully. Wow. Whew. Second level shakedown No, come on Not even first level
5: I was the coolest guy in any school that I ever went to Everybody looked up to me and wanted to hang out with me It's the way it always was, you know
2: Then you woke up
5: I never stole lunch money or anything I wasn't a bully, but I was definitely in the cool group I was right in the middle of that
2: And that's what your mom told you
1: no. What'd you do? You give me your lunch money for protection?
5: No, no one mm-hmm. ever asked me for my lunch money. I had Sanjay
1: Ramaswamy standing next to me. His Sanjay Ramaswamy. No one's
2: going to mess with him.
1: We thought he was some psycho, the turban. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, anyway, continuing, uh, he says, Darkseid sounds like most of the people I know in Virginia. He drives like him too." <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Beth sounds like the prom prom queen that took a wrong turn and wound up in the biker bar, then proceeds to shrug her shoulders and orders a soda and discusses helmet laws. Let's do it.
2: Yeah, I'll give you that one. It wasn't, wasn't the prom queen, but it's it's similar. Yeah.
1: That's a good description of you. Because, you know, like, if you walk in a situation it's not exactly a your cup like, hey, I can, I can hang. Right. I can hang here. I'll hang. Yeah. You can hang. You hang with us. That's from Riley. Thanks for the letter, Riley. Um, Harry Thorne said, D, I heard a piece about the Strangeland website. What's the address? I went to www.strangeland.com and was greeted with pictures of some guy shooting liquid out of his anus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's the one.
1: <laughs> that's from Harry Thorne. Yeah, that's why it's D Snyder's Strangeland.com. We tried to get Strangeland.com and some sick porn site. <laughs> so it's D. Snyder's Strangeland.com. All right, that's Harry Thorne. <sighs> um, on to the subject of, back onto the subject, we can't get away from it, of the bad driving. I'll just say uh-huh. that Maddie from Richmond agrees with Darkseid, as does Dirty Steve, who's one of XL102's promotion street team. <laughs> He agrees with Dark Side. Uh, and uh, Lori from North Haven uh, apparently not only agrees with Dark Side, but has a little something to suggest. Oh, no, he doesn't agree with Dark Side. Oh. No, remember saying yesterday how th- they said when somebody's coming up, b- up behind you, you can squirt your windshield w- windshield washers mm-hmm. and it sprays over onto the windshield? Well, Lori has another trick. What she does is it says. Um, what she says there's a way you can remove the squirters altogether. And when you put them back on, you put them on backwards. <laughs> so the fluid shoots forward. It squirts a crazy distance in front of you. So I just say move over and let them pass. Then you get their ass and squirt them. Oh, so she's with you, dark side. So you follow what she's saying? They come up on you let them pass then get back on them and then with your reversed windshield washers squirt their back window
3: hmm that's interesting
1: yeah this is this is good for road rage right yeah. here Rory think from North Haven think it would work though with the wind
2: I don't know how much of an irritant it would be
1: I would and say yeah, wow you know what? awesome You're
2: right. I could use a clean back window
1: <laughs> how are you gonna how are you gonna get it not the wind not to blow it hmm. back at you getting your own windshield I don't know but uh you know what this thing's way out of control, Doc. Can't you see the error of your ways?
3: Absolutely not. He never. Absolutely will. not. I, I'm not gonna budge on this. There's no error in my way, plain and simple. Oh. I don't. There's so many. What I, what I was thinking about last night when, when I was doing this to somebody. Uh, dri- driving. Uh, I was thinking to myself There's so many other issues on the road You have people that are Parking in handicapped spaces You have drunk drivers You have people cutting each other off People driving in the breakdown lane During during uh, backups and stuff like that There's so many other major issues Major a-holes on the road I'm just one little person That's hanging out in the left-hand lane Going faster than the other two lanes Might I add And I'm just driving okay. d- Plain and simple I'm not paying attention that's-
2: People are bad
3: people, also. Also? That's worse than mine. Okay. You're going to continue dark siding?
1: You're, you're, you're going to continue to dark side.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to stop driving the way I've been driving for years.
1: Why well, should I? I
2: it's named after him now. He can't stop.
1: Tell a boy. You're euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. We're coming back. It's time for what do we learn today? What did you learn today, people? Give us a call at 866 550 4D. 866 550 550, five the number 4DEE. Tell us what you learned. Win a Stiner Radio prize pack. It's as simple as that. We will return with more d Stiner Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL 102.
8: Call D now. one 866 4 d You think it's so bad? The more truth he tells, the worse it gets on Radio 104.
1: From, uh, Virginia he wants to know if we have any close-up pictures of Nick Since <clears throat> I've seen the ones on your website just wanted to know if you had any more no I'm not obsessed with him I just want a real good look at him there are a couple. he's referred to himself as his awesome lover mm. and I want to see what all the fuss is about
2: there are a couple of close-up shots of your rear end yeah, um, I think that there's some close. Up. There's that one of you and I that from my wedding that's pretty close up.
5: Yeah, there are yeah. a couple of photos where
1: they're pretty close up. Yeah, I hear that's a pretty good one. I hear that's, that that people mm-hmm. are reacting well to that picture.
5: Definitely yeah, I think it's more because Beth's in the picture with me. But no, uh, you
2: look you look good in that shot. The reviews have been positive. Oh,
1: cool. Yeah. Right. It's just you and Beth in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is anybody thinking like you're the bride and groom together? Yeah.
2: No, I don't think so.
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Time to calm down. Time to (laughs) do a little singing. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. Let's go to Nun Rock from Richmond, Virginia. Good morning, Nun Rock. How are you? What's up D. Hey man, welcome to the show. So what did you learn today, Nunrock?
7: Well, it seems like they don't like the one about Dark Side. So I learned something else about Nick, but it's up to y'all whichever one y'all want to hear.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, give us Nick.
7: All right. Well, towards the end of the show, Nick said that he had he was always the coolest one in all the schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everything just made sense to me. You know, like as you get older, it seems like the cool people lose their edge, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And the pretty girls get ugly and the ugly girls get pretty. So Nick's going through post dramatic stress because nobody wants to hang out with poor Nick anymore.
1: Dude, you're right. That's the whole
7: thing. I mean, it just popped right in my head. I was actually writing the thing down about Dark Side, and then Nick once again opens his mouth and blew it You didn't know
1: what Yeah. It's like the glory days thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. now like Nick's
7: just, Nobody likes Nick, so that's why he's all mad at himself and mad at the world
1: and all that other good stuff. Yeah, the, the greatest times of his life is when he was king of uh, Longmeadow High.
2: And look at somebody like Dee, who his classmates didn't even realize that he had attended their high school, but now, you know, he's a big man on campus.
1: I'm king of the world!
2: Yeah.
1: Weird, isn't it, Nick? How cool is that? (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) Damn, yo! (laughs) Yes, say it again. Very good observation, Nun Rocks. Mm -hmm. So, Beth, what did you learn?
2: I learned, that I do not know what is up with Sean lately, but he... He's laughing at the most inappropriate times. Oh, I
4: got a
1: letter about that. I
2: mean, for the past few days.
1: Yeah. (laughs) There he goes again. He just giggles. Yeah, Yeah. somebody wrote in about that.
2: What's
0: up with you? A lot of things are funny, Beth. I look
2: at the... I actually... I I can't get enough of it, so I hope
1: it continues. (laughs) Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Uh, Dan from Brantford, Connecticut's on the phone. Yeah. Now before just a couple moments ago it had like this is Psychodang is a star system. <clears throat> it had like twelve stars. I never <laughs> saw so many stars before. <laughs> now it's been reduced to, but I'm gonna guess that it's about Sean. I would venture Dan to guess Dan from yeah. Brantford, good morning.
9: Good morning Dee, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. So Dan, what did you learn today?
9: I learned today that for the two years that I've been listening to this show, I thought Dark Side Dave was the cool one. I thought he was the manly one. <laughs> but I learned that he's the puss because he's complaining about a little dart in the shoe. Oh, Dude, it's not about
1: Sean. That hurts, bro. Come
9: on, Dan.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's not getting stabbed.
3: Dan, you ever get hit in the foot with a dart?
2: You should have heard him, Dan. During I the break. The,
9: I've been shot in the butt with a BB gun. I've been and shot in the shit with a BB gun. During How's the, that?
2: During the break, he was trying to say it was like getting shanked in prison. We're
1: going to put he's, you on an episode of Oz. How's that? Uh, what, what are you? Yeah, exactly, Dan. What are you, Jesus? He's like, he's been crucified <laughs> with a dart on the ground. Oh my, dude, it hurt, man. <laughs> hold on a second. dart <laughs> or lawn dart?
3: Yeah, no, was it, chart. it was a jart. a yeah. No.
1: Oh man, if it was a jart, you really had something there, maybe. <laughs> it just a little skinny illegal. dart?
3: No, it was a dart.
1: <laughs> oh, hold on a second. But yeah. see, it went right.
3: It, it got me. Uh, it just hurt, dude. That had break hurt. the
2: skin and it caused it, a very nasty infection. It went all
3: the way in. It, it didn't just like nick it and then fall out. No, I had to pull that <laughs> sucker out. Oh, come
5: out. on. Shut up, dude. Did it trip the bone? <laughs> no.
2: And to this Could day, that's walk? why he has feet issues.
3: I couldn't walk because I had my shoe on so that I couldn't really walk. I had to just take it right out right there, man.
1: You're very brave. Right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a point. <laughs> just to quiet him up what you learn today? I don't want the point. Oh, no, here we go. I don't want
2: it. <laughs> well, good, 'cause you're not getting
1: it. I don't want the point. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! Don't make me separate you
4: two.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I learned? I learned that not only do I have, I would say about 95% of the people out there on my side. Uh, That's as well, math. as well as Suzette and and Ian from the call, and Rob Zombie. All we're on my all side.
2: Maniacs. All of them. Uh, no offense to your wife. Dude. <laughs> yeah,
3: all of them on my side Been about taken. this whole <laughs> driving thing. So that's what I learned. I learned that there's more people out there that got my back about this.
1: I still say it's about 50%. I think I don't so. Think, so too. I think, I'd think say it's about 50%. i would
3: say it's in the 90s.
1: I think 50 is even generous. We happen to hit a bunch that were a pro, actually. Uh, let's go all the way to Colorado. In West Haven, it's not Colorado the state that's the name. Colorado, Colorado. Good morning, D. How you doing, man?
0: Good. How you doing today?
1: Good. So, what'd you learn today?
0: Well, basically, I've learned that Sean's a liar on this manly test. He didn't do. He didn't do any of the things that he claims that he did. He just it's the men he filates. he's just living <laughs> vicariously through them.
2: <laughs> that must have been Psycho's biggest <laughs> starred one of the day.
1: He got a lot of stars. Hold on a second, Colorado. That's
0: good stuff there, Colorado.
1: Yeah, so, so he's saying is that it's. I know he's saying you're, you're taking the essence of these real men uh, that you've been with, uh, and uh, and you're absorbing their manliness. He's
2: doing sort of a six degree of
1: separation thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm living vicariously through them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, everybody's being honest on this quiz. We wouldn't want to have any liars. Uh, and uh, Nick Lentino.
2: Oh, yeah. So far, hanging in third. My my guesses are not doing well. Yeah,
5: yeah I got to get up there in points. So at least I'm not bitching like some people are. Yeah, you're here. actually being
2: pretty, pretty good. Yeah,
5: I think I'm pretty, yeah, pretty badly about poorly. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um I'm, D, i I didn't know that you were Jerkoff Man. I mean, I didn't yeah. know that we had a superhero in the room here. I mean, I knew you were a rock star, but I, I didn't know you were a jerk off, Man. So. He's one
4: I of the protest. lesser known super friends.
1: <laughs> I protest.
5: They didn't really like to talk about him. Yeah, I never knew uh, I was Jerkoff Man's
1: producer. That's that never cool. happened. Back at,
2: back at HQ. It's, it's like that one notch <laughs> below the Wonder Twins.
1: <laughs> From my diary entry today, that is never true. I, was, I don't have to find Joan Lund, And attractive. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. Let's go all the way to Dave from Waterbury, Connecticut. Dave, it's D. Good morning. Good morning, D. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Dave. So, what did you learn today, Dave? I learned more than I actually thought I did. I mean, the planets must have aligned or something because, I mean, this is actually a decent day
11: for Nick. Um, with everything that's going on with this man test, yeah. and the amount of bitching that's going on by Darkside, it's amazing. It is, oh isn't it?
2: It's sad, almost. <laughs> it's uh, sad. I've
11: actually learned that I they should probably really consider Darkside changing his last name to Limpino <laughs> and getting a break. I mean, a dart,
3: dude.
4: That's it
11: enough. hurt.
2: <laughs> I don't think you're getting it. <laughs> all, all I said was, was it hurt.
11: Day,
3: all, no, all I said was it hurt. Back in the hurt. day,
11: I was hit by a car. I got shot accidentally by my dad and stabbed by a friend of mine, and I never bitched as much as you did. We have a winner,
1: folks. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Chaos wow. Mas Macho. I mean, God. I know. You know what? You think, and, and even if you thought, Dave, for a second, you thought that maybe that would count. The mini is so the reaction, you back yeah. away from it. But like, what, uh, Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, it was no biggie. We, you know, we,
2: we're all, of course, happy that he, you know, lived to
1: tell. <laughs> but uh, where would we be if that was all. fatal? What if he got a blood infection? <laughs> Hold on a second, Dave. Can't give him the points. Well, there's something about Darkseid too. Oh come on. Darkseid's taking a beating. Well, either you're being you're being environmentally hostile by not eating all the things that you kill when you go hunting and just leaving the <laughs> carcasses there to rot or you have i didn't know you never killed anything well that you ate would you say anything? you killed a possum
3: yeah a couple uh, a couple of
1: porcupines <laughs> There's a lot of meat on a porcupine. Sure, as if you put it in like a crock pot, it's a slow cooking thing. I think I
2: actually, I am actually offended that you you kill things and don't eat them. I have nothing against hunting, than taking it home and eating it. But you're just out there with your friends because you can't kill anything noteworthy. You'll take it out on the little critters. I think that's sad.
1: Shooting porcupines and rats. See, I'm
2: taking more points off of his score.
1: Rabbits He's badass. All right, let's go and uh, read him and weep, (laughs) Sean. What do we got?
2: all
1: right. It's not Dave's None day. Nun Rock.
0: Nun Rock from Richmond, Virginia learned that Nick is actually going through post-traumatic stress because he used to be the cool one and now he's not. Dan from Brantford, Connecticut learned that Darkside isn't really the cool man he once thought he was on the show because he's complaining about a little dart in the foot. Colorado from West Haven, Connecticut learned that I'm a liar because it's actually all the men that I flate <laughs> that I've, I'm living all this stuff through and that's what makes me a man. And finally, Dave from Waterbury, Connecticut learned that with all of Dark Dark side's whining and complaining and moaning. He should actually change his
1: last name to Lentino. Mm.
2: Horse's ass.
1: They <laughs> yeah. were shot by his father. No kidding, that's. He said strange. accidentally, that's but I don't strange. buy it.
2: And stabbed and <laughs> hit by a car.
1: <laughs> Dave, get away from your family and friends. They're gonna kill you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna hit the button there. Can't huh? say well, that. Dave, but can't say that. Fortunately. We have machines to protect us from those things. <laughs> uh, what are we going to pick there, Beth?
2: I like that one. Or Who was the, the first one about, about Nick and uh, why his life has headed downhill since high school? That was an interesting observation. That was know. very
1: observational. Uh, I like uh, Dan with the, uh, with the foot. The one not had all those stars. What was, what was Dan from for Branford say there, uh,
5: Sean? Uh, Sean just walked out for a second. Uh, learned that Darkseid isn't really the cool one on the show because he's complaining about a little dart in the foot.
2: Mm. <laughs> Poor mm. Dave. Tomorrow will let's, be better. Let's
1: go to Nick. Well, Nick's in there. We got who's not in there? Oh, see, there's nobody's going to be objective. Psycho's going to go with the Sean. Nick's not going to go with himself. He's going to go with Sean today. No, I like the his- one
5: about me actually. <laughs> He's pretty good. That guy, Nunrock Rock, from Richmond, in Virginia, thought was pretty smart.
1: Okay. All right. We got it. We have a consensus. I think it's a good thing you changed, Nun Rock. That was a wise move on your part.
7: My heart's still beating because I've been wanting to win for so long.
1: Well, All you got good. it, man. And I you got
7: say it. One thing about for Dark Side. you get shot, it doesn't hurt because you don't even feel it. You get stabbed, it's just so, you know, harsh things don't hurt. I've gotten hit by a dart and it hurts.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you. What did you say? That it didn't know, hurt. No, you know
3: where it was? It was right between the toenail and the toe, right in that little crevice there. That you know, hurts. No, I am man. sure.
2: If they had a category for have you, you know, suffered greatly during a, a bar game, I would give you the ten points.
3: Nunrock, you're the
1: man, dude. You're awesome. All right, trust me. Nunrock. All right, hold on a second. I stubbed my toe once. It really hurt bad. <laughs> Is that any points for that? I don't Beth? think so. Okay, <laughs> it was bad though. I think I like broke it. The little baby toe. You know how much that hurts. Yeah, All right, Dan from Brantford, uh, Dave from Waterbury in Colorado, from West Haven. Thank you very much for your calls. Dave, Not take today. care of
2: yourself out there.
1: Yes, and uh, we got to go. Yeah. Uh, Tomorrow, Diner Radio, Psycho Dance Game Show is back. It's Voss and the Man Test continues. KS Mas Macho, who's more manly? We will find out. Well, tomorrow will be part three, and uh, yet another installment from my personal diaries. And today's installment, I said never happened. Thank you, Rob Zombie. And Ian Asbury from the Colts. Remember, uh, the Colts playing tonight at the Webster's Theater in, you know, actually, I'm going to say where else they're playing. Playing at the Webster Theater in uh, Hartford. You can see them on tour with Aerosmith, but, you know, tonight you're going to get like a, a 90 when they've got the whole stage. Whereas they're opening for Aerosmith, I'm sure they're doing like a 45-minute set. So you really want to get the full Cult in a great environment, check out the Webster. Okay, well, I think that's all.
9: Uh, remember coming to and the boss man pulling me out of the ring and uh, you know watching Dry me that was yeah. bad enough.
1: Oh my God! Uh, really? I mean, yeah, you see, gratefully when uh, um, Beth uh, Beth Lockwood is my uh, co-host here. Hi, And gra- gratefully, Beth, when when traumatic things like that happen to you, usually you go into a state of shock. Sure.
9: Right. <laughs> I think that's what happened. So I so was the, lucky the, there.
1: Yeah, you really were. Well, this Sunday night. Uh, King of the Ring. What I, I'm, what exactly is King of the Ring going to be?
9: King of the Ring is a, a bracket tournament, uh, which basically, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's traditionally been a uh, a, a kickoff to uh, a lot of young guys' career. Triple okay. H won it. Uh, you know, several of the guys that have made. They've become superstars in WWF, started at King of the Ring. And this year, it just so happens a lot of the young guys are in the tournament. You got Crash Holly, you got Val Venus, uh, Rakishi, Kurt Angle. Rakishi's going to be in there? Who?
1: Rakishi's going to be in there? Yeah. They should make him wear pants, for God's sake. <laughs> Fight fair. Well, there's fairy. a
9: petition floating around the dressing room, but I don't know how much success it's going to have. <laughs> because for some reason, people just love to see his ass. And I, you know, I can't figure it out. But
1: It is the most, ha- I don't know if it's the ass or the dance afterwards, but uh, it, but it's definitely fun. So, you, this, so this is a chance for you to really, uh, this is a big opportunity for you to step up Sunday night, get the recognition you feel you deserve, and, and to really you know separate yourself from the pack of other young upstarts that are out there.
9: Yeah, it's a great opportunity. Uh, I think I've got Crash in the first round. and You know, I want to sit here and tell you, you, you know, the guy's maybe 5'5", five, five, uh, 210. I want to sit here and tell you that I'm just going to blow through him. But that little devil... Uh, for some, by hook or crook, somehow he's won more matches than anybody his size has the right to, and he's tough. I don't yeah. know what else to say about him. He's tough. I mean, uh, I can probably you uh, can explain to the me hell out of him, but you know, he's a tough little bastard.
1: Yeah, you, you don't have to explain it to me. I have found some of the littler guys are some of the toughest guys I've ever met. You know why? Because they're fighting more. Yeah. You know, cuz they're little. The big guys, we we a lot of guys just don't even want to mess with you because you're a big guy, you know? Exactly. The little guys are fighting from the lies for the from the time they were they were born practically our producer Nick Lentino, 5 foot 7, 125 pounds. This guy is dynamite. <laughs> he's day when, when he unleashes Nick Nick. Unleashes, you don't want this guy on you. It's like a mongoose.
4: Bull, it's you he's don't all over your ass. Bull,
5: you don't want any of me, especially when Rad starts going wanted man and stuff like that. The Dudley boys came in here in right. studio one day. Yeah, they sh- backed down. They backed down. I had a wife feeder <laughs> on. I showed them the pythons, they had nothing to say to me. <laughs>
1: Hi uh, Everybody, Bull Buchanan, he'll be uh, wrestling, wrestling this Sunday night. King of the Ring at 8 p.m. on pay-per-view. Good luck, Bull, and I look forward to meeting you at SmackDown this coming Tuesday in Hartford. I'll be there as well. So yeah,
9: I look uh, forward to it, man. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. I look forward to meeting you.
1: Thanks a lot, Bull. It was great to talk to you, and we'll talk to you again sometime. All right, brother. Okay, well, let's uh, listen to some tunes. And, um... And we'll come back with some uh, entertainment news, maybe some D-mail, a little this, little that. It's D-Snyder Radio. It's going to be fun. This is Radio 104. Hello? Mm, yeah. D-Snyder Radio, <laughs> Radio 104. Well, it's been, we have not been able to get to much D-mail in recent days. Try to slip some in here and there, and I thought I might get some right now. Music maestro. So quick thank yous. People who wrote in just said, you know, they just say great things about these Snyder radio. And uh, and uh, I just want to thank American Glastonbury and Tina, Tom and Greenfield. Uh, let's see, Amy, Ashley, peace, love and happiness to you too. Allison New Milford, you're welcome. Katie from uh, our Katie, K A I T Y. How would you pronounce that?
2: K-A-I-T-Y? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just an interesting way to spell Katie.
1: Now, she's from Terryville. Danny, as a girl. Um, Carrie, thank you. Uh, Lee, no, no, no. Yeah, Lee, thanks for the letter. Jamie, Jamie writes every day to tell me how hot I am. Thanks, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> you not like 14 or nothing, are you? Uh, Jess, in <laughs> Toland, Connecticut. And Bree, thank you all for, like, just great letters, compliments, and all that stuff. But now on to subjects. D, what's up, man? I just got back from Orlando Sunday, and while I was down there, I visited the Hard Rock Cafe. So I'm looking around at all the stuff they had and did not see any Twisted Sister stuff. What's up with that, man? I asked the manager if they had any, and he told me, quote, It's not like they were even good in their day, unquote.
2: I can't believe that the guy would say that.
1: D, needless to say, I unleashed. <laughs> I almost got thrown out of the Hard Rock Cafe, man. I'm not going to let anyone diss our main man here in Connecticut. Jim from Newington. Good for Jim. Thanks, Jim. Uh, well, they were certainly kissing my ass when I went down there.
2: Oh, You know what? You're going to be in Orlando in September. Oh, yeah. You got to go uh, in there and find uh, that guy.
1: I'm gonna have to unleash. Totally. Uh, the they hard rocks tend to really kiss ass. On they call it the hard rock. You know, you're hard pressed to find any real metallic stuff in there. Or anything, and you know they just they're very They there. Their nose in the air. I have a. Uh, of course, uh, I, I wasn't any good or anything, but I have been issued <laughs> a hard rock gold card. They have like an American Express gold card, and it says they will actually remove people from tables you
2: should make them do that in orlando
1: if you come in yeah there's plenty of tables no i want the table that family of four sitting in (laughs) get them out (laughs) uh,
2: just turn into a princess
1: i've i've yet to use it uh let's see what else we got here um oh um d you're you're my idol Unfortunately, I've never had the pleasure of meeting you. I just wanted, wanted to saw that you're, say that your show is the best. I think it's great that after doing the music thing, you went and tried new things, like making a movie. I saw it like a hundred times, and I own it. Uh, do, 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 do. Will you be performing at 104 Fest this year? Well, good luck with everything. Thanks for making mornings fun, Lauren. Good question, Lauren. I, I, you know, I don't know. The uh, we jammed last year; it was kind of impromptu. It depends, you know, how I hit it off with the bands, and if anybody's into doing something. Uh, sometimes things come together, and sometimes they don't. So I really don't know the answer to that. And uh, certainly, you uh, will have a chance to meet us because we'll be signing autographs at one o'clock and four o'clock. Uh, on Saturday So hopefully you'll stop by and say hi uh, D I'm an avid listener on the east end of Strong Island, East Hampton, baby You have a very big following here I deliver Coca-Cola to many restaurants Bars, clubs, delis, etc Many times I've walked in these shops And hear you and the rest of the crew Over the airwaves right on. We're all wondering when you guys Are going to make a road trip to the east end Hamptons, want to go to the Hamptons one <laughs> one day, Beth? Hang out sure, in the Hamptons every yeah. day. Road trip is that? that be a weekend though. Love it. And we need a little little house on the beach. Uh, D, I think I saw you riding a bike up to Point Lookout in Montauk. You had your mullet sticking out of your helmet. <laughs> How much as I try to hide it, it just hang out. Uh, I learned today that I had a totally different picture in mind of what you guys look like until I saw your pictures on the web. But not a bad one. The Coke Man, Jason. Jason. Um. Yes, that was me out there bicycling around. I was mountain biking. It was fun. All right. Um, oh, check this out, Beth. Mm-hmm. Well, subject dissing, Beth. D. I'm a little bent here. I've noticed you tend to introduce Beth as your news person or assistant when introducing yourself to guests. I have never said you were my assistant. No, Do I, I say
2: no. Co-host. I think so. Yeah.
1: Do you really think that is all Beth brings to the show? Not that there's anything wrong with Beth's news stories. Now I know this is Dee Snyder Radio, but Beth was co-host of the Beth and the Other Guy show before <laughs> you even got your start in radio. You guest hosted on her show. Come on, Dee, I'm not asking you to change the name of the show. I know that's not going to happen. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> but give credit where credit's due. There's not that many intelligent, articulate, and attractive women out there who'd be willing to put up with Nick. It'd be a shame to find out too late how irreplaceable she is. Oh, that's so Ig-naps.
2: nice. Oh, Ignaps. Oh, Ignaps. That's so nice. What, a,
1: what would you prefer? When I, when I introduce you, what would you like me to call you? I didn't think I was insulting you. So no, you I've
2: been called much worse. I sir, We used to have a guy who was our boss who introduced me to one of the heads of the company as the news babe. So, I mean, I certainly, <laughs> certainly how about, don't mind my news person.
1: Queen mother? Queen mother. No, I, I
2: think whatever you say is fine. It doesn't matter to me. I, I'm not all caught up in titles, but that's nice of Ignaps to have my back.
1: You're down with uh, my main hoe? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is my main hoe, Beth. So yeah. uh, right on. Right on, sister. Uh, Okay. Groupie, uh, whatever. Yeah, D and crew. You guys are way off the mark about Ed Gein. Remember I said he was a serial killer? Mm-hmm. Well... Baby J writes in to say, according to the A to Z Encyclopedia of Serial Killers, (laughs) in order to be classified as a serial killer, you have to kill at least three people. Ed Gein has one confirmed kill and was suspected of a second. His true crime was grave robbing. Mm. His adventures were the inspiration for not just Psycho, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre and my personal favorite, Silence of the Lambs. Gein was a true innovator with his blank stare, quiet de- demeanor, and twisted fashion sense. An innovator. Hmm. Okay, Baby J, we won't be inviting you to the D-Day.
2: Uh, <laughs> now, I thought, D, that we at one time had a discussion on what it takes to be labeled a serial killer. And it wasn't so much how many people you had killed, but if you had done it in a particular manner, if you would had an M.O., for instance.
1: Yeah, I think she's half right. I think she's it's, it's three or more and with a pattern. Mm-hmm you know a very similar method of operation because you
2: wouldn't you know uh um, um, someone in the mob for instance who was say the enforcer for the persico crime family or you know some guy who's in a gang who's killed a bunch of people they aren't necessarily serial killers
1: no they're not they're just killers right
2: (laughs) mass murderers
1: yeah hit men uh subject the ethical hunter Dear D, I am not a gun or hunting enthusiast. However, I believe in the rights of the individual. And if someone enjoys hunting legally, they should feel free to do so. The fellow who called in yesterday has a problem, though. (laughs) He claims it's all about the preparation, the tracking, the chase, and not about the kill. Please. If it's not about the kill, then why not track the prey with a camera? Take a picture and then go. If he had a clear conscience, he'd be able to unashamedly say, "Yeah, I enjoy the chase and the kill and the taste of venison or a pheasant or innocent furry rabbit. Sign magic. Good point. If kid hunt him with a, with a camera. stalk him, find him, corner him, take a picture or go home and say, "Look what I found. i would be impressed. Mm-hmm. Seriously. The guy was showing you pictures like mountain lions and bobcats and, you know, really good shots up close, I would say, wow, that's pretty cool.
2: I know I'd prefer to see that than the carcass of a bloody animal hanging in a
1: barn. Or a, a head of a, of a bloody animal being eaten away by maggots <laughs> at Darkseid's house. It's yeah. almost
3: done, man. It's looking cool.
1: Oh. Yeah, I mean, you, you people, a lot of you, new listeners don't know that. He's got a head being eaten away by maggots. It's
3: not the whole head we... It's just, like, the skull cap and, you know.
2: Why? You, know. you want to save the skull?
3: No, just the top part with, with like, the antlers. Mm-hmm. The horns, yeah. Mm-hmm. Save those.
2: So All right. The maggots are almost done. The uh, decor of your new place must be interesting.
1: <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here. Uh, oh, Jeopardy Challenge. D, this is a challenge to the only man to have defeated Zalman. Tom, the Oracle of Useless Knowledge. I have respect for his accomplishments, and I believe he is a more formidable challenge than M to the I to the double L, idiot or bottle boy. Signed, Klepto Kyle, boy genius.
2: Klepto Kyle, uh, that is dangerous territory.
1: Yeah, yeah. Why don't you, again, you got to work your way up. Zalman's agreed to meet you on the field of honor. If you beat Zalman, then I'm sure Tom might entertain your uh, your, your challenge. Uh, back to uh, well, the hunters. Uh, I remember Nick was spouting off. Well, as usual, he was spouting off, this guy says, regarding hunters as rednecks. And although I'm not a hunter, I do live in the northwest corner of the state where rednecks seem to thrive. I believe they would take offense at Nick's comment, to say the least. I know many farmers who consider themselves rednecks. that wouldn't think of going out in the woods and shooting whatever moves for the heck of it. I propose a solution. Why not let some more people release their Nick-related frustrations with paintball? side oh, I think it's you're a good gonna like neck this. <laughs> I envision a scenario where we let Nick be the group's prey, and they stalk him with paintball guns. To make it more challenging, Nick could have a head start as well as being dressed in camouflage. Signed, Howard Monnier. Nick. Yeah, but- When are you going to stand up, quit whining, and start acting like a real man? Think you could uh, outfox the hunters with the paintball guns?
2: What is it going to be, a bunch of of hunters chasing Nick through the woods? Yeah, how's that
5: fair? Hey, I'll take them up on their offer. There's no way they're going to catch me. They're all fat, out of shape, sit there with their rifles, and wait for some poor deer to come by so they could shoot it dead. I mean, they won't
4: catch me.
3: Now, Nick, can what you- do you think, Dark Side? He'd be tracked down and clubbed like a baby seal. No, now you can't
1: yeah. club them. They, have, they can shoot him with a paintball gun.